Let's go! Cool kids step to the front. Cool kids. Too sweet sign for the click. Bitch, you don't work there. Feel like I need a shower just looking at you. Like, what the fuck is happening? They ain't been the same ever since. What? We cut the head off a snake. You're gonna be single for the rest of your life. Brought Lesnar on the beast. Look at the heat. Sleep flex on the beast. Look at the heat. Whole new swag with a pulse on the tag. Coming live from the west to the east. Better recognize on the mouthpiece. See the power level got I got no bitches. I'm a hoe. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. boys and girls, non-binary pals, and everybody in between, welcome back to the Gresham Lee's podcast. As always, it is your purveyor of mischief, the voice that does the most gresh, and joining me as always is the queen of rebels herself, Swella the Bandit. What is it that? is flexing season as always, as this year is literally winding down, and all I can say is, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Gresham Lee's podcast. What's up with you, fam? Man, this, this is this time frame is going way too fast, <laughs> and it's not slowing down for nobody. I like, swear, I just all. started. I swear, I just said, uh, "Hey, it's uh, November first. Ready for Christmas? Shit, it's Thanksgiving next week. <laughs> right? Thanksgiving is next week, and it's, it's like, dang, it's November first, and all of a sudden, it's like five seconds later." Oh, it's hey. November seventeenth. Like dang, November, November eighteenth. Then next week is Thanksgiving. Then the week after that is literally the end of things of November. It'll be December. Then it'll be December third. Happy birthday, early birthday, mom. It'll be December twenty fifth. Merry Christmas. Then New Year's Eve. And then we're Ridiculous. in twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty Man, it's, it's 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 like something about like when it's getting close to the fall. Like when it's getting close to the fall, for me, especially like here, everything just starts to speed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, can't, we can't, even, can't even can we get like I don't really want to say I enjoy this wind blowing like this, but I mean, just a little wind ain't gonna hurt. Like you just nah, want to hurt up and speed exactly. It's cold as disrespectful. Very. Like, we're we, we, we not even going to deal with it. Like, we're like, not, not going to act like, nah, it's cold as disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Respectful mm-hmm. as hell. But we're going to be respectful of people's time who are joining us for the very first time. But before we start today's podcast, we originally had Ruthless Lala who's going to join us th- today, but she is going through a personal matter at the moment. So she's going to reschedule to join us in the near future. We here at the Gresham Lee's podcast is wishing her well because that is family right there. That is that isn't uh we we're not talking to her as a wrestler. We're talking to her as a person, as for someone who's actually had personal conversations with her. She is a great individual, a badass in their ring, but she is a great individual, and we are wishing her a a, a we're sending her all the positive vibes and and positive energy and thoughts and prayers and all that stuff her way, so that we can see her out kicking ass as all as all. We, have you seen this woman's lariat? We right. she's gonna be out there kicking ass just like in no time. So we wish her well, and we we were looking forward to having her goofiness on here on the podcast. 
as well as we was looking forward to having a third co-host. He might pop in. He may not. We're still working out the kinks on that one. But we're moving on. This is episode 27 of the Gresham Leafs podcast. For those of you who don't know, if you didn't know, now you know. Shout out, Biggie. And now we got to give you a quick rundown of today's podcast. That is where today we're going to be talking about AEW Full Gear 2022. We're going to give our preview and predictions because that is this Saturday. This month is going by fast. Got a whole ass pay-per-view on Saturday. I probably won't watch it because I have to uh, have to work. And yeah, the show blends yeah, my into birthday on that day. The, the show blends into uh, the, the time that I'm gonna be there at, at work. So probably by the time I get off, I'll, it'll be time for the main event anyway because we already know how they, they pay per views be like a million hours anyway. But uh, we'll be talking about AEW Full Gear as well as we'll be celebrating ten years of the Shield. That is Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns in the WWE as well as John Moxley yeah. Dean Ambrose overall because. For those of you, because we, we, we're not going to give Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns their flowers without giving uh, John Moxley his oh, yeah. time in uh, WWE as well. And then also we'll be talking about this week in wrestling, uh, the typical Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, as well as we're going to be talking about Twitter verifications and the possible death of Twitter. Because if you've been on Twitter for the past two hours... Twitter has literally been in a frenzy because uh, we'll be talking about it, all the, all the good stuff right here on the podcast. And for those of you who are listening to audio format, we appreciate you guys for your continued support for over 20 episodes of this podcast, over 120 episodes if you've been following from the original incarnation. But we got we appreciate you guys very, 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 very much. All right. But before we move on to today's podcast, we got to give a few uh, house notes as always. Shout out to our Patreon backers over at patreon.com slash digital. Uh, we got the Patreon exclusive content is back as always, which includes the Watch and Vibe series where we react to a classic match or whatever we decide to watch. It can be a classic cartoon, whatever we throw on, we react with you. And the next one will be me reacting to Kurt Angle versus Je Jeff Hardy versus Mr. Anderson at Boundful Glory 101010. For those who are new, it's just $1 to join. And Watch and Vibe is available for all tiers. And if you want to join the club, you can do so today. And we appreciate you guys for doing that. And the reason why I just said it's just me as we move on is because Swallow had other ventures that she wanted, she had to take care of. And that, that happens from time to time. Sometimes you'll get me. Sometimes you might get her. I'll probably, I'll, as the producer, I'll probably hit her up and be like, hey, you want to record this while I go handle this? And I'll record and put it on and let her react to it and all this stuff. We got you guys over at Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gresh Digital. Make sure you guys join that today. All right, let's start off. I guess we might as well just start off with uh, Happy Shield Month, if you will. Let's talk about 10 years of the Shield in the WWE uh, or 10, 10 years of John Moxley, Dean Ambrose as well. We're going to be mentioning him as well in this bunch. Uh, you, as a favorite uh, or as a, as a big fan of one of the members of the Shield, the tribal <laughs> chief, the head of the table, the Mr. Roman Reigns, uh, I, I guess I'm going to give mine as well, but what is your, and we, this is what we're going to be doing. You guys can join in as well. What is your top three favorite moments in the careers of the Shield? And I got it broke down in this category. I need one moment from their Shield days. It could just be one. You can give me many, but preferably one. And then two moments from their WWE, AEW days, respectively. So like the reason why I did this is because Moxley obviously was in WWE as well as AEW as well. So... Well, I want to block. Okay, let's give two, one for Dean Ambrose, and then one for John Moxley to kind of balance it out. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do that. I'm gonna start with you. So let's start with your your first mo your one moment 
your one favorite shield moment that you can think of. I try to give you time so you can write it down, but you gotta go yeah. off the top of because I know you don't uh you don't write shit down no more for some reason. So let's <laughs> let's put you on let's put you on the spot. So what what is your okay. favorite shield um, moment? Um honestly, I love the debut like from Survivor Series. Like when they first like came in, it just like jumped everybody. I was like, yeah, like I like them. I was like, you, who is you, this? <laughs> weren't you watching when the shield, the NXT days? I did. Because I didn't. Just see them from like developmental, like yeah. too. I watched that a little bit. Um, especially like seeing like Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, like how they went at it for like a little bit. And I think that was before like Roman came along. So like just oh, to yeah. see that, you know, like it was, it was actually pretty neat. I was like, oh, okay, like this, I actually. Like, just, like, how the chemistry between Seth and Dean was, like, back when they, like, would fight it out and things of that nature. And then all of a sudden, you got Roman that comes in. And, like, I think it was it was one of the um the episodes I was watching on Peacock. And they were talking about just, like, the like how they end up, like, breaking apart. But they were saying how, like, you have um, Seth Rollins had to, like, overcome some stuff as far as, like, his attitude when he first got in. And then you have Dean where he's trying to overcome, like, his frustration of, okay, like, how quick I I need to know. I need to get up here. I need to get on this roster, like, quickly. Like, he was so anxious to, like, get there, like, and fast with no patience. And then you got Roman, like, trying to learn how to overcome not knowing when he going to get on the roster. Like, it was just – like all of that and then like it let me like every single member had to overcome something so it's not like it was just one person doing on their own um they actually like were a unit and that's what i really love like liked about them like the most it's like it's one thing to like have a unit in wwe for so long and all of a sudden they split off and it's like yeah they go their separate ways and blah 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 and they just like okay well we not going to, like, do something for old time's sake or something like that. Like, but to see the Shield do it, it was like, yeah, like, I like this. It's like every single man was, like, reaching for the top. And to be able to, you know, do it as a unit, that says a lot, especially in WWE. Like, most people don't get that far. So I, I, I feel that because I know when I was around the time, because I was watching, I've been watching WWE pretty much nonstop since 2007 like i would watch it as a kid but then i had that massive gap because my, my mom around the time i was watching in 99 my mom it was the attitude era so my mom didn't want me to watch that shit let's, let's be real she didn't want me to watch oh, wow. them being inappropriate so it was a deal <laughs> gap. the only time i did watch it from time to time was when i was with my uncle like me and my uncle was okay. just, uh me and my uncle was watching it on on his uh his little box TV because you know now we okay. got flat screen so it's yeah. a box TV with the with the ass in the back that's what we call it the TV with the ass in the back so yeah. that's how that's how old I am so we will watch that and then I'm like okay so when I watched it when I came back to watch 2000 so I've been through the whole ringer of 2007 the Crispin Wall stuff and all that good stuff that we don't mm-hmm. really talk about but it's like we i've seen all that and it was at that point where i was literally moments away from check like cm punk got me back in but it was like after a while it was getting to the point where i'm like all right i wish something mm, needs to happen like like something needs to drastically change and then that survivor series happened with john cena and ryback we don't talk about him Mm -hmm. he's an ass he's a dumbass but we got all these people and then boom you had these people i'm like what the yeah what is this and then they was he was obviously teasing with CM Punk hiring him, which he did eventually. But it's like the fact that they actually molded three individuals 
into to being great. I can give you their debut being their top moment, but I have to go with the Shield overcoming and defeating uh, Evolution at Payback. Okay. That's one okay. of my that's one of my top moments in the shield for the past 10 years because it's like the, it was a clean sweep. It was basically just three badasses doing bringing their own style. You have Ambrose Moxley mm-hmm. doing the rough it and the the rugged style. You had Seth Rollins jumping off of shit and you had Roman Reigns taking the brunt of the force but he still was overpowering and coming back. They balanced each other out. So I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. So I appreciate their intro. Their their intro to the to the business. We went from seeing the 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 evolution of the shield and the evolution of Roman Reigns tattoo because he went from a shoulder tattoo uh-huh. all the way down to the sleeve and the chest. So uh-huh. it was so it was so cool to see that as well. But it's like yeah, that that payback moment is my top one. So you go with the debut, and I go with the. Well, I guess you could say their final. The final match. like moment <laughs> as a team because they broke up. That's yeah. a nice little. That's a little poetic poetic right there. But um, okay. So now we got two moments from their WWE and AEW days, respectively. So I guess we could start with Mox because it's uh, AEW and WWE. Um, I guess you could, and I'll rotate my way. But I can tell you, my favorite Ambrose moment was when he won the WWE Championship. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's like the the feud, the, the feud, the the, the the championship build itself, like the 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 reign that he had, wasn't perfect. Because right. they were still going through that little transition between the, the reintroduction of the brand split and he eventually mm-hmm. lost it to uh AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. But the moment that I guess you could say is the shield, like where every member of the shield held the title at the same time within the same yeah. day. I was like, I can appreciate that, but it was mainly Ambrose because it was like they was portraying him as this lunatic, like this mm-hmm. this second he can he couldn't reach the top, and then when he finally reached the top, I was like that's it and then the pop that he got and it was like he won it and i'm like okay he's gonna cash in and i don't know when he's gonna cash in and then when he cashed it in the same night i'm like yes we finally yeah. got we finally got the moment we finally got it and then it eventually led to the triple threat shield triple threat match that should have happened at wrestlemania but it was convoluted because of the whole brand split but yeah his title win in wwe was my favorite and then in aew i have to go with his debut when he debuted at double uh, double or nothing that inaugural year where he he didn't say a word he showed up yeah he whooped the referee's ass i was like man like i i had that wrote down too i was like dang like i was like i was like i gotta find a mostly moment like especially like when i was was, like everything i was like i was like honestly his debut when he came to every like and we get aw like why not that was was the peak (laughs) Like, yes, he's had great moments and great promos and great battles up until this day, but it's like that moment right there, the the shock, the the awe, the respect, you like, that's, uh-huh. that's it. That's what I'm talking about. And I like the fact that I think it was one of the, one of the guys that did like developmental and all that stuff, like back in those days when they first were like starting out, like in wrestling, um, uh well at that time like he was saying how he went to uh he saw this flyer like on this uh telephone pole or something like that like in ohio where he's from and he was like you know what yeah like i want to do that and then they were saying how like with him you never know what to expect 
Like he is literally the definition of that. You don't know what he gonna do. You don't know what he's thinking. He will leave you in suspense. <laughs> like you don't know what move this man is gonna make. Like you just gotta deal with it. Like you don't know. You never see it coming. I was like, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, oh, man. It, I agree with that. Like it's it's so much like. And I understand his frustrations with leaving WWE was it was creative and all that good stuff. But his time in WWE can't go unnoticed. Like wacky stuff aside, oh, yeah. like I like I like my wrestling with shenanigans. Some people probably didn't like his character, but I kind of liked his character for what he did a little bit. Like some of the goofy, stupid shit that he did. But it's like once I saw the other side of him in AEW, I'm like, that's it too. Like I enjoy both <laughs> runs. So like if if Mox ever decided to go back to WWE. In some way, shape, or form, I wouldn't be against it because I'm like, because ah. I was one of the people who enjoyed his run. And I guess now that we talked about Seth and I mean, since we talked about the Shield and Mox, let's switch it over to Seth freaking Rollins, the architect, the visionary, the revolutionary. Uh, so many nicknames, the Messiah, whatever There's you call him, the, the, the King, the King Slayer, <laughs> the King Slayer, the Beast Slayer, like. <laughs> Burn it down, all that, all that good stuff. The good, and the, the good and the bad with with Seth Rollins. We just, uh, I, I can, we, we, I guess you could say we over time we can grow to appreciate what he brought, what he brought to the table. Like it, he had his ups and downs, and most of it was because mm-hmm. of booking. Like I can tell you, my one of my one of my favorite moments was him winning the Intercontinental Title at uh, at WrestleMania because that kicked off his 2018. Uh, Intercontinental title run that was one of his best in ring wise. That was that was one of his best, in my opinion. And it's so many great moments. Like I, I can tell you my least favorite moments, the fiend feud. I can tell you my best moments, him basically becoming the drip god, the whatever he is now. The yeah, the, man. Like the the <laughs> he I mean so, it went from shield to just <laughs> to to, I to said, the, "Come on, Vogue magazine, let's do it then. Like, come that man, on." That man got, that man got fit like, today. What Calvin Klein at? Like, <laughs> oh said, I, gotta, I gotta give up SWAT for a second. <laughs> I got a kid now. I got, I gotta look more appropriate, but still look like a cool dad at the same time. Nah, he look like a menace. Like, he don't look like a cool dad. He like a menace. That's, that's in a good way. He's a menace to society. Right. <laughs> Seth freaking Rollins is a menace. Like, I'm going to look good doing but it. What is, what is your top moment of Seth Rollins for this past 10 years? Like, what you can think of right off the rip? Because he's done so much. Yeah. He has done a lot. <laughs> um, I do I do like um his moments, of course, like with Bobby Lashley. I like okay. those. Um, of course, like when they actually like made him like the beast slayer when he went against Brock, so that was cool. Um, and that's not easy. A lot of people can't say that, like, <laughs> cause it's oh, Brock. Look, oh, look, good, look cool against Brock Lesnar. Like, yeah, let's be real. Yeah, a lot of people can't look cool against that's Brock. That's not easy. <laughs> I can name people in five people in my hand that that can look cool against Brock. That's Kurt Angle. As Brian Danson, Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, uh, Roman Reigns now, right. not before, but now. Before, oh my God, I was you saw somebody was angry. Oh my God, before I said, man, don't let that man do you like that. Like, get up. 
Fight back, nigga. Fight back. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, you know what? You about to make me turn my TV off. I can't believe this. Boy, if you don't get up, like, don't let him punk you. <laughs> like, you know how you see them fights where it just won't stop and nobody won't do nothing about it. Nobody's intervening. Nobody's going to step in. This man is getting killed in the ring. I'm not going to do nothing. Like, this is not healthy. Like, people be wanting to cry like kids is heartbroken. They're like, we can't do nothing about it. Like, we don't, man, we don't know what to do. Jump in the ring. Get this man off this man. Man. Get him off. <laughs> we'll talk about Roman in a little bit. Oh my but, god! <laughs> but yeah, there's so many people that can look cool against Brock, and I guess you can say your one of your biggest top moments can be, uh, well, when he beat up Triple H, the oh, King, yeah. King Slayer. So so many yeah. moments between Seth Rollins that you can pick. But yo, my top would be most definitely him winning the Intercontinental Title and going on quite the run in 2018 until he lost it, obviously. But that was that, those few little months that they gave him. Every match that he had was like I paid attention and I enjoyed it. So many, and then I can tell you recently, his uh feud with uh Cody Rose is one of my uh -huh. tops. So uh -huh. it's like it's so uh -huh. many moments from each era of Seth Rollins. You got the the architect, the I guess you could say the future when he was with the authority, the world heavyweight champion when he came back as the um the reclaim what was it uh rebuild reclaim it was something, yeah, something I, I, I don't slogan. Shut it was that that era, and then when he became the King Slayer, and then he became the Beast Slayer, and then he became the Messiah. He had his moments there. It was it was a lot of it was convoluted. The booking was convoluted with the Messiah gimmick, but he had his moments where it was it would have it could have worked. Uh, where he had AOP and Buddy Murphy and and uh -huh. feuding against Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens, and then obviously we we're not talking about the Rey Mysterio feud because that feud went on forever, but yeah. um. <laughs> And then he finally found his niche when he became uh when he came when he when he had a kid and came back as who he is now. And it's like, and he's been like he it's to the point where they literally have to turn he was a heel. Now that I'm believing they're probably gonna turn him babyface because he's been going that crazy and he was going that insane. And then I guess you could say last but certainly not least, as far as uh our top moments is the tribal chief, the head of the table, the the big goose, the undisputed. The undisputed universal heavyweight champion, the Godo mode himself. Undisputed. Everybody say God mode, but I say Godo because it's spe it's spelled greatness on a different oh, level. Yeah, yeah. So it's Godo. <laughs> so it's not instead of God mode, I, I spell I say Godo. It's a Godo mode. So he was it, greatness on a different level. I'm like, bro, you should have thought that you should have thought that print through because uh hey. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's that's Godo. But uh I could tell you my um Seeing as we have two versions of Roman Reigns, I guess we can give one per version. But I will say my number one was him winning the WWE World Heavyweight title from Sheamus. Because that was what they should have done with Roman, booking-wise. Until, but it's like Vince was just obsessed with making him Cena 2.0. So that was my top yeah. one because... The crowd I was... Cry. I couldn't stand that. I was like, can y'all just let this man be himself, please? Because he's great at just being himself. Like, when he was doing his promos, when Renee was there, I was like, man, come on. Get, get him, man. Let the man be him. 
He already he, he got he, he got charisma. He he got everything going on. He ain't gotta no. We don't need another John Cena. John Cena is in his own lane. There would and never John be Cena another. Was on his John way out. Cena. We had to. And, and, I think, to leave. and I think the re, the beef well, the reason why that one wasn't received well is because we it's not like John Cena was John Cena for like two years. He was John right. Cena since two thousand and six. As far as the version that he was portraying, all the way into 2014, 2013, when he was on his way out. So it's like, bro, we already had to sit through nearly 10 years of John Cena being John Cena. We don't need another one. We need right. someone new. We need someone fresh. And it's sad that it took all the way for a freaking pandemic for him to basically say, you know what, Roman, do what you want. Like, right. bro, if you would have did this in 2015. Hello. <laughs> Imagine what Roman Reigns would have been. I'm the, I'm just saying, like if you would have did this back then, if you would have had at Wrestle, you had the, honestly you could have did it right at, at WrestleMania. WrestleMania with the first Brock versus Roman. You could have had Paul Heyman turn on on Brock and just become the Tribal Chief right there. Vince is just in his own way, but it is what it is. Thankfully, Vince isn't there no more, so he can't really fuck it up. But my my number one moment for the tribal chief, though, I can tell you right here, right now, is when his feud with Jay Uso. Yeah, that, was, that, that will always be my, my number always, one. Yep. The re, the I, promos, I the, promos the promos, the promos to the fights, which is yeah, introducing <laughs> the world to who Jay Uso is. He wasn't the other twin; he was Jay freaking Uso. Like, yeah, yeah, just individually Jay Uso. Like, I. And then he went from just being Jay Uso and went from just being the other twin to being the main event Uso. Like, I was exactly. Like, so, like, it's so, it's so, to the top. <laughs> Do it. That's what I'm saying. And it, 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 it was like, it was real. So that's why those are my two favorite moments. Obviously, it's a lot of moments. And then I could probably tell you my favorite moment to see live was, was Brock flipping the whole freaking ring over because I was actually there. Uh, that, that that shit was a that shit was oh, like that's so funny. I, that's so funny. Everybody like, in the crowd was literally like, everybody in the crowd was literally like, "What now?" <laughs> like, dang, like what? I'm not gonna lie, and even though I was I was laughing so hard, I was like, "Man, that's my boy," but yo, this is actually hilarious. <laughs> like, I can't even. <laughs> I don't know if y'all should be mad or happy. Like, this is actually funny. Like, I need you to still get up, but still, like, this is still funny. Like, I, I was not expecting that like, at all. Well, I wasn't expecting that. And I like when he put that dog food on Corbin, too. That was fun. Man, don't bring me up. Don't bring that. That was my least favorite. As far as not the dog food with Corbin, but the dog food being involved in general. I was like, dog food? Really? <laughs> Really, Vince? I was like, is there any way we can use something else? Is there any way we can just forget this ever happened? <laughs> no. And then, um, well, of course, there was uh, when he when they let him be in the Rumble, he came in at number fifteen. That like, that was pretty cool too. Even though they gave it to Batista and Batista won, but still, like, oh yeah, that was like that was yeah, cool. when he flipped over, said and Dean over the rope, and they was looking at him like, dang, like you know, what I'm saying? like how you do. <laughs> it's the rumble, like. Oh yeah, that was his first rumble too. That was all their first rumbles, so that was interesting. Don't oh be yeah, mad. I remember that. <laughs> I think the Don't Royal. I think. I, I think the reason why I be forgetting those Royal Rumbles is because some of the outcomes, like the the person, the people who actually 
want it make me just want to forget it. Mm, okay. So I'll be like, who? Uh, yeah. All right. But uh, yeah, there's so many moments that we could talk about with several with the Shield and Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, and John Mosley, Dean Ambrose for days. But we 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 will be here all night if we do because there's so many great moments. But yes, yeah, ten years of the Shield, Happy Shield Month, Happy Thanksgiving Month because literally Thanksgiving is next week. So it's it's apropos that we celebrate Shield Month as well as Thanksgiving in the same month. But nevertheless, that is neither here nor there but yo let, let us know if you are wherever you are if you if you want to join the conversation make sure you let us know your favorite shield moment in months you can do so by joining our discord at uh gresh digital or you can just follow us on social media at josh gresham rg or at gresh unleashed and just let us know what is your favorite shield moment and speaking of moments let's talk about a someone who is a moment someone who is one of the cornerstones of the four horsewomen. She is uh, none other than Sasha Banks, Mercedes Vernado. She has some, some recent uh, interesting. A lot of I know this podcast ain't really been caught up to. We haven't really been talking about her as much because we kind of try to talk about wrestling, what we see on TV. But we're gonna peel the curtain back a little bit because it's, it's entertaining, entertain, entertaining television, if you will. But Sasha Banks, Mercedes Vernado had some recent. Uh, trademarks that she uh closed in on uh, i guess we can pull that up right about now let me see where it is okay there it is all right so sasha banks company known as sonado inc that's an interesting name uh filed for the following trademarks mercedes monet which is m-o-n-e apostrophe so i guess you could say mercedes monet monet talks bank monet and statement maker so the company was created in august of 2022 so a lot of people got twitter up in the frenzy thinking it's about like wrestling or it could be and i i, I chimed in i said oh, this sounds like a good strain like a nice little weed strain if you will and i said please let it be a weed strain because <laughs> uh if these are and, and i ain't gonna lie to you if these are her independent names if, if her deal with wwe falls through and she just does not return to the company mercedes monet what do you think about it this woman business this is woman business so i'm gonna let you give your your opinion on it like, what do you think about these I'm, okay honestly, I'm like, well before i that rumor has it that she's supposed to come next year in the rumble that's the rumor. Are you looking but, at that, you know, that spreadsheet I that went around? Up. You want that it's spreadsheet that's fake? That's, that's fake that's as fuck? I said, I hope that, don't play games. No, the spreadsheet. Uh, I'm not let, finna. I, let, I can't let, deal. Let, 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 me, let, me make this, let me make this PSA very, very clear, ladies and gentlemen. Please. That, every like year, every like year, it. every single year, around this time, around November, December, a list, a spreadsheet always, always go, circle around with the participants in the men's Royal Rumble and the women's Royal Rumble. And people fall for it every time. <laughs> I just don't tease. I'm like, look, don't put out information. Like, don't do no false advertisement. Don't, please stop playing. It just is not real. Now. It is not, not real. It is not real. Because the reason why I say that, we're not going to act like, if even if it was real, let's say it was real, WWE is not going to Damn. not change it. They're going to change it. So even if it was real, they're going to change it well, because yeah. it leaked. Because that's happened before. Like I believe I, I saw one one Royal Rumble where I believe they was testing graphics for Victoria, um, Tara and TNA. 
and mm-hmm. she and I guess the someone took a picture of it and it leaked online, and she was removed from the rumble because it leaked. If if surprises leak, they're going to change it. So if it's a legit list, they're not going to release it, bro. Like, and if it is, they're going to probably change it. So, but yeah, that list that you tagged me, that's why I didn't even respond. That, that's why I didn't even I was respond. Like, I said, is, this is this for real? I was mm-hmm. like, bro, don't. No, nah, that's said, bullshit. I'm gonna need a little help because I'm like, can somebody look? You can't play. Don't I don't like okay, newsflash. I don't like being teased, so don't stop telling me. Just get to the point. Stop playing. Not uh, late. You hear that, Bray Wyatt? Get to the point. <laughs> Pastor <laughs> Wyatt. <laughs> Land the name, Pastor Wyatt. <laughs> get to the point. Honestly, I won't be against like whatever. I just want to know like what kind of business it is. And she got like trademarks going on. I'm just like, okay, like, are for like, like when you say, especially when she said like Monet Inc. or something like that. First, I had to oh, think so about it because I was like, Inc. So are we talking about IN? It's Sonado. It's Sonado Incorporated. Sonado Inc. Oh, that's her, okay. that's her uh, company. So that's her uh, independent company. Because you know, every when you are doing outside endeavors, you need an independent company for, away right. from a main company that you're tied to. So, so Sonado Incorporated was, I guess, is the name of her company. So they, you know, how trademarks like when, whenever you, whenever, uh, and a lot of people will probably like, why do we care about trademarks? A lot of wrestling news and rumors. They always, if if a trademark gets filed by a certain entity or name attached to a company uh, to a known name we're gonna find out it's gonna be leaked to the thing but is it gonna is it if it's wrestling related i mean if she's still gonna be a badass in the ring i don't really care what the fuck i'll just call him a mercedes (laughs) if you don't know how to pronounce it a name isn't the be all end all of a of a of a gimmick We, we we literally believe a magical mortician turned biker back to mortician named the undertaker was cool my goofy ass name you be thinking hindsight 2020 that's a goofy ass name we did the undertaker my <laughs> names do not make or break a, a person i mean unless it's a, a unless it's a name that is so out of pocket like slapjack yeah, that's different. Yeah, it is from retribution then and it's at that point where you just ask and be laughed at but like <laughs> if it's a name like Mercedes Monet, uh Monet talks, um bank Monet, which is probably gonna be like her finishing move or some shit. Or it could be a strain. We don't know. But at the end of the day, I mean I wish like I would I won't yeah. be you know what I'm saying like I suppose like I just honestly I'm just hoping she just you know have the right people in place as far as like helping her push everything that she needs to be like pushed through for her company um i do wish her success i don't want her to get herself so wrapped up to the point where like you know it she ends up being in a a a spot that she can't get out of that's what i don't but other than that i mean and i want to see what it's about like what she gonna like i want to see i want i want to know listen mercedes (laughs) if it's weed related and you need a, I mean, and you need a like you need, you need to spon- you need to sponsor somebody. If it's, if it's weed related, you need to sponsor a podcast. Let me know. Let me know. 
I don't mind be like, bro. I don't mind plugging weed. Let's, let's be real. This is a, this is a pro cannabis podcast. If you hate cannabis, then this is the podcast for you. This is a pro cannabis podcast. We all about getting high and having a good time. I'm telling you, especially when it's wrestling related, because I watch all my wrestling wrestling THC infused. <laughs> so do with that information as you will but hey if, if it's if, if it is some cbd uh company uh, sound nice though. monet solutions like monet huh? solutions no that's the name i gave that's that, that, you can have that you can have that mercedes i, I literally just said monet solutions for, for, the, for, the, for the headline it, it ain't it ain't one of the trademarks that you trademark but if it's if it's if you want to have it you can have it monet solutions yeah the monet solutions is a, is a good cbd um fragrance that i can uh and I say fragrance because some people don't know what CBD is, and we're gonna leave it at that. But yeah, if you, if it's if it's weed related, mm-hmm, I got you, I got you, I got you. Oh man, I will be I will be your guinea pig when it comes to weed because weed can't fuck me up. I fuck that weed up. That's all I'm gonna say. I fuck oh, that weed man. up. I'll be the guinea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be the guinea pig for the weed. Come on now, give me some free samples. Like I can, I can test. I will test it. Let you know if this some just some goofy shit. Like if this doesn't do nothing. If it doesn't do nothing to me, listen. I smoke everything and I smoke a lot of stuff. If it doesn't do anything to me, then it ain't work. It ain't real. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just smoke that has nothing that does nothing to me. That's what I'm saying. It has nothing to me. So whatever but uh yeah wishing her success and whatever her, her her future endeavors do but hopefully she comes back to, to wrestling because if it's wwa then whatever she decides she's one of the best in the game i it it, it 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 is a smackdown misses you if you go back to wwe because buddy we're gonna talk about smackdown but my god smackdown has been ass in the women's division without well with Ron, anything with ronda rousey in it is, is kind of ass so, yeah mm-hmm. but uh speaking of ass and dick eating though uh let's talk about um verification twitter people people dick eating for twitter yeah twitter oh twitter might die <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> i haven't even been on twitter like that's the funny part about it i'd be like man not gonna waste my breath <laughs> not today what's, like, what's, what's <laughs> been your thoughts on this on this twitter blue and where you had to pay eight dollars for, tw- for twitter doing too much nigga spent 44 billion dollars for, for what like for an app for what for what everybody now, the same thing and now it's reports that uh, he might end up giving it to somebody else as far as being CEO because I'm guessing he was a billionaire that was bored and just bought money. This is what I'm trying to understand. Message to all these billionaires. If you got all this money and you're bored, you can literally go you can go buy a million houses and, and give them to people. You can or sell them to people. Whatever you do with your money. You can go invest in properties and, and, and you can go invest in Ending world hunger. You can do so much shit instead of spending it on apps that you don't know jack shit about. Mm-hmm. You don't know the freaking. You don't know the software. You don't know the encoding. You're firing people left and right. You don't know right. algorithms and other stuff. You just literally buying it just to buy it because oh they're they're silencing people like free speech. Look, 
I've said this a million times on this podcast, and I'll say it again. Freedom of speech saves you from the court of law. Well, freedom of speech does not save you from an ass whooping. That's all I'm going to say. You can do with that as you will. But, yeah, according to uh, Twitter, Twitter closes all of its office buildings as employees resign in mass. For those of you who um, want a good laugh, let's laugh together. Hundreds of Twitter employees have resigned in mass following Elon Musk's ultimate uh, ultimatum that they commit to what he has dubbed as hardcore Twitter 2.0. This is according to IGN.com, Cat. Bailey, uh, she uh, wrote an article on this situation. Uh, the employees had until 12 p.m. PT on Thursday to select yes on a Google form to the question of whether they wanted to stay at Twitter, according to reports by The Verge and New York Times, among others. Instead, employees began posting farewell messages to what has been described as an avalanche of salute emojis. So basically, they said, fuck you, Elon, we out. Yeah. Employees... The employees were previously told they could sign on for Twitter's exciting, quote unquote, exciting journey or take severances and transition away from the company. Uh, as the resignations poured in, tech journalist Zoe, is it Scheifner or Scheifer? Excuse me if I got your name wrong, reported that Twitter has closed all of its office buildings and suspended badge access. Scheifer reports that Musk and his leadership team are terrified that employees will attempt to sabotage the company and that they are still trying to work out which employee they need to cut access for. According to Schiffer, the offices will reopen on November 21st. Twitter has been racked by departures and layoffs ever since Musk purchased the company less than a month ago. It has co co coincided with a disastrous rollout for the new Twitter blue verification subscription strategy, which has been updated and amended multiple times. Meanwhile, Twitter seems dangerously close to running afoul of the federal trade commission the ftc early today seven okay we're not going to get into the political of anything uh i don't really care about that with more than half of, of twitter's seven seventy five hundred member workforce have resigned or have been fired it's unclear whether the platform will be able to recover i'm not pressing the button an employee was reported by the verse to have posted in slack my watch ends with twitter 1.0 i do not wish to be a part of twitter 2.0 so basically twitter is about to go bye-bye uh -huh. Is about to die. And, hey, I'm be honest, and I'm gonna be honest with you. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a nice ride for Twitter. It's it's been a nice ride. Uh, my I I peaked with this tweet. I peaked with this tweet right here, which was Randy Orton might be <laughs> straight, but that RKO is bisexual. I I peaked. Everybody started following me in droves because I just said something out of pocket. Uh, I met a whole bunch of nice people up in there. The Public Enemies podcast. I met uh, Lovely Laveau, Ruthless Lala, all these people I met through Twitter, uh, just because pe either some people got confused, thought I was Jonathan Gresham. Some people probably just, I said some shit that they enjoyed and they just start following me. And and I've, I've let people know that it, I, I'm a laid back individual. But if you haven't already, you can follow me literally on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, fuck Twitter. It's about to die. But I'm everywhere. Literally just search Josh Gresham RG, Gresh at Joshua Gresham RG. And if Twitter doesn't die, just forget I ever said it. But yeah. Yeah. If Twitter, if if they don't get this shit together, Twitter about to blow up like Vine. It's, I've never thought I would live in a in an age where Twitter had the same fate as Vine, where it's Man. about to die. Is I've been on Twitter since 2011. Dang. I've been I've been on Twitter, Twitter for over a decade. I've had it for a long time. Yeah. Like I know I've had it for a long time. <laughs>
I met I met a, I met an ex I, I met an ex girlfriend on Twitter. I've I've been through the bullshit of like posting bullshit on Twitter. I've been through where I was spam stuff on Twitter. I've been every everything. I was a troll on Twitter at one point. To the point where I just said, you know what, I'm too over this shit. So it's been so much shit that I've been through on Twitter. Like yo, if, if it dies, it dies. Like if Twitter about to go Twitter about to go through that 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 about to go through that Thanos snap right quick. So and if it dies, it dies. Thanos like, snap. <laughs> This is it for y'all. Like, but I tell you this right now. I tell you this right now, though. I'm not about to rejoin. I, I don't care what happens. I am not about to rejoin a Facebook wrestling group. No. Oh no. Them bitches be scared. Absolutely me. not. You be talking about scaring the. <laughs> you be talking about scaring the bitches. Facebook. Facebook wrestling group chat scares the bitches and the bitch scarers. They they are weird. They are like people thought Twitter people were weird. That Join a Facebook wrestling group. That jump is that it's them niggas are weird jump for no scared. reason too. They just be scared. weird. Like I know it smell like, crazy what? in their house. That's how, <laughs> how weird they are. Like shit. God damn. Oh man, like sum up. I bet if you like pull up to their house, you be looking and you be like, okay, we gonna have to just drive past. So I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna tell them I had to make it, cause um, <laughs> like, like, did you know you didn't see me? Like, mm, y'all was somebody else. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> like they live here. Oh, we gotta keep going. Go on, go, 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 go. We ain't stopping for gold. We not collecting two hundred dollars. Just keep it moving. Keep on going. Keep going. Do not stop at their house. So scary. Like uh uh. I ain't. You stop at their house. You not going. You stop at their house. You not going home. No bitches. Like don't add me to no Facebook groups. Don't do that. No, I don't even want to start. It's like it's so bad. I don't even want to start my own Facebook group. <laughs> like I don't even do not. No, we're done here. We're done here. No, Stop I'm it. good. I am. I am straight. We are done. But yeah, man, Twitter about to go bye bye. Uh, it it was real. Like it was it was some fun stuff that I probably even forgot to talk about. But yeah, Twitter. <sighs> And you fell victim to a bored billionaire who literally had nothing else going on for him. And if it doesn't go anywhere, <laughs> we ain't got nothing to worry about. You can still follow us on all Twitter platforms. You know, we got the Gresham Lee podcast as well as it's Josh Gresham RG and Swell the Bandit Three. You know, you know how that you know how that goes. You know how that goes. Uh, but before we move on, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Top Dollar. <laughs> top Dollar. Uh, AJ Francis. He's about to host his sixth annual. Can food drive on November 19, 2022. For those of you who don't know, uh, Top Dollar continues to get back. He said uh, he announced that he will host his sixth annual Can Food Drive on Saturday, November 19th. The drive will be hosted at the Maryland versus Ohio State football game. The food will be going to Sarah's house in Fort Maid, Maryland. Fans will not be able to attend, can donate online. He shared the link, but yo, just want to give a nice little, little shout out to that. And, um, Make sure you guys support because the holidays are coming up. Make sure you guys uh, 
if you can if you have the ability to do so give if you can like get to the less fortunate and all the good stuff i know i'll be doing my thing i i, I don't tell or announce that i'm going to do it but no i got i got my people i got my people when it comes to giving if i can and speaking of uh more little miscellaneous stuff before we talk move on to this week in wrestling uh logan paul says he uh text triple h about facing john cena at wrestlemania 39 boy i ain't gonna lie i kind of want to see that (laughs) (laughs) i kind of i kind of want to see that though i'm still gonna watch it but still like i kind of want to see like if he's not as injured as he's like if if he's not as injured as he as as he he thought he was during uh following his injury at uh crown jewel i kind of want to be able to see it i kind of want to see it uh for those of you who don't know uh logan paul on his impulsive podcast said that's my dream i've proven the model twice now i've proven the model of headstrong capable internet kid versus a goat top tier industry leader floyd mayweather that work generated 65.65 to 70 million dollars reigns crown jewel became the number one most viewed international pay-per-view event wwe has ever had i've done it twice the reason is when I'm paired with a legend, the top tier industry leader, the model works. After Crown Jewel, John Cena posted me on his Instagram, and then I saw an article saying he's looking for an opponent at WrestleMania. I favored it, responded with the eyes. Truthfully, I think me versus John Cena would break the internet. I texted Triple H right away. Do you want to break the internet again? That's a dream match. WrestleMania in LA on my birthday. Triple H, throw me a bone. Give me a birthday present. Let me take out John Cena. That'd be crazy, he said. He continued. He continued, that's the model I'm going to pitch to WWE this week. We're meeting with them. I'm going to be like, hey, this works for me. Put me up against the best y'all have. I'm going to fucking deliver. You know that for a fact. Not only put on an amazing match, but I'm going to put asses in seats and eyeballs on the television. Since I'm an outsider, they have to treat me, treat my career in the WWE a little differently than they have with the rest of the roster. The only caveat to this is... I could see how other wrestlers and fans would throw their arms in the air. Why is he getting a shot at Cena or Randy Orton? The answer is, I'm going to make fucking money. I ain't going to lie to you. He kind of said the truth right there. Like, I know a lot of people don't want to hear this. A lot of people don't want to hear the truth, but he makes money. Like, I, anything before WWE, I didn't personally follow Logan Paul. Don't think I heard about Logan Paul was the, this, was the controversies, the Japan controversy and his brother being who his brother is. I heard of them, but from what I see in WWE, what I see in front of me, the, the kid can go. Like, uh, yeah. we around the same, we around the same age group. It's like, yo, if you can go, you can go. He he got, he has a following. He has a, he has a, I guess you can say he has a, a, a crowd. Like a lot of people, like, I think I saw an interview with, uh, with with top dollar AJ Francis, I think he was on the out of the character or, or something with uh with Fox, and he said the reason why Logan Paul is there is because he draws money, he makes yeah. money, he makes the company money, he he puts butts in seats, and that's what it is. Like, yeah, he he, he it, it it sucks like certain people are pushed over or brushed over for him, but it's like at the end of the day, it's a business. Like if mm-hmm. they sales, they're going to put this in the main event because he he, he worked it, and then he proved it like. Like SummerSlam, I was there. He got one of the loudest reactions post match than anybody else because he that was him versus the Miz was great. 
They boo. It's like I I will still bring this up to this day. People all around me was booing Logan Paul like crazy. They was booing the hell out of him. I wasn't one of them. I was like, I don't have no beef with him. Right. As soon as that match was over, every, the same people that was booing him was cheering out of their fucking mind. Right. I laugh when people do that. I was, make it make sense. <laughs> y'all be booing. Y'all be booing like a. Y'all be more like a motherfucker, but then y'all be y'all be cheering as soon as it's over. Like, come on, man, just give him his props. And then this I match with Roman Reigns. It Roman, they booed him for X amount of uh, X amount. I was in there, everybody wanted to oh, that's, that's a that's a different. I'm about to say that's a different uh, scenario. Roman oh, okay. was booed because of the booking. Yeah. yeah, they booed Logan Paul because he's an yeah. outsider. Like those are two yeah. different scenarios. That but, makes uh, yeah, but but. Yeah, it's like just give him this. Like, if he wants John Cena, give him John Cena. Or if he doesn't, or if he doesn't get him, or if John Cena doesn't want to work with him, because let's let's factor in the fact that John, let's say John Cena doesn't want to work with him. I'm pretty sure there's some other people that he can work with that, like, they can, if if he's actually healed up, they'll just put him with the Usos. Him and Logan Paul versus, I mean, him and Jake Paul versus the Usos for the tag team titles. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't lose my mind over these celebrity matches like most people do because it's like I'm here for the shenanigans. I'm here for the nonsense in my wrestling. So if it's if if I see a celebrity, like I'm gonna be real with you. A lot of people said Big Show versus Floyd Mayweather at WrestleMania that one year sucked. I was I was enjoying it for what it was, and that was pre that was pre social media. So I was enjoying that match when it happened. So I'm like, boom, because I watched it as it happened. So I was like, oh, this is cool. This is great. Uh, this is da da da. But then it's like when you hear a lot of people, a lot of the, I guess you can say, the wrestling enthusiasts or the, in the wrestling purists, they hated it. And I'm like, bro, celebrity matches bring you money, and if the money doesn't come to your favorite company, your favorite company doesn't last that long. Think big, mm-hmm. you mark. <laughs> Use your brain. Use your fucking brain. Use your common sense. The business, like, come on. They make the money. Don't you be able to watch them? They don't think like that. They don't. Exactly. Speaking of people who don't think with their brain, uh, oh, did you guess? Yeah. Did you catch that thing with the NWA? No. What y'all doing over there, Cuz? What y'all doing over there? Uh, Tyrus is the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. You remember Tyrus, don't you? Yes, do you I not? do. He was a uh, Brodus Clay in WWE. Mm-hmm. And when I tell oh, you, it's about to go left. <laughs> oh, they went left. About to go left. They went left. I'm like fucking fucking Tyrus. That's what we're doing, Tyrus. Oh man. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, for those of you who don't know, at NWA Hard Times 3, Tyrus became the new NWA World's Heavyweight Champion when he defeated Trevor Murdoch and Mark Matt Cardona in a triple threat match. And when I tell you, Twitter was literally like, the fuck is this? <laughs> Dang. And, and then it's like, uh, they swear this was they swear this was heel heat, but this was like, no, this this fucking sucks. 
What are you doing? <laughs> what are you What are you talking about, cuz? This this is this is ass. Like uh, oh, We God. sure? We sure about this? <sighs> I don't know, man. But uh man, cuz I said Cause this is the same company that said they're trying to be like ECW in nineteen ninety in the late the late nineteen nineties. I'm like, blood, you making these decisions? You trying to be EC WWE ECW was doing better shit than whatever you're doing now, and that shit was trash. I'll take Ezekiel Jackson. Now I think about him, I'm like, what is world that? Champion. I'll take Ezekiel Jackson. I'll take Ezekiel Jackson as world <laughs> champion over Tyrus, bro. And I like you. Oh my goodness. Oh. Come on, bud. Dang, this they made some decisions. I, I and I watched the match back. I actually sat down and watched the match. I'm like, yo, this shit is dog shit. What the fuck? It must have been very, very, very horrible to watch. Yeah, don't don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Don't mm-mm, don't don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Do not waste your time watching that shit. Uh, Billy Corgan, he's the NWA um, owner, and NWA have come under criticism for the direction of the company in recent weeks, stemming from comments regarding NWA power and why his second show hasn't happened, and Nick Aldis leaving the company. Because oh yeah, a lot of people who actually follow the brand, all two of you, should know it, Nick Aldis is leaving the company. So there's that. The decision to put the title on Tyrus has been met with his own criticism from fans to which Tyrus took the social media. He actually responded to the fan criticism. He said, I know the woke. I'm saying this in his voice. Um, matter of fact, I'm going to say this like I actually say this. I'm going to say this properly. I'm going to say this properly. <laughs> I know the woke haters troll for tears. Their booze and hate builds my self-esteem. Gives me focus. Makes me strong. I'll keep winning, y'all. Keep watching the New York Times best-selling number one late-night show and new NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. Hashtag Tyrus Mash. Hashtag Nuff Said. Mm-mm. <laughs> Boy, if you don't get your ass on a body here, nothing. The woke people, bro. What is woke? Like, bro, you trash. Ain't nothing woke about that. We got eyes, motherfucker. You suck. (laughs) Bro, you you fucking suck. There's nothing woke about that. We have eyes. From the clips that I watch, I don't look look anybody 25 and 25 and like anybody between 25 and 30 do not watch that shit. You gotta be 45 and 50 to be watching NWA. In, nothing is appealing about NWA. Nothing. So what the woke people like bro, because I'm pretty sure you, you you don't get on Twitter like that, but I put the tweet out when this happened. I said the only NWA world black NWA world's heavyweight champion we acknowledge is our truth. The reason why I put that tweet out is because I was that day old when I found out Tyrus is black. I didn't know that motherfucker was black. I thought he was white. <laughs> I thought motherfucker was white. I did too. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, bro, you look white. <laughs> and they said he had black. I'm like, what? You black? You black? You... 
<laughs> all right, all right, all right. We'll, we'll all right. But uh, yeah, and then I'm I'm pretty sure you you know how that went because once you get three hundred, like once you get three hundred likes after you get out of the three hundred range, it don't hit it don't peak the algorithm and those people get on Twitter and start coming because I think I replied to one comment where it was like oh it, they don't like him because he's Republican or something like that, and I actually said I said false because we here at the Gresham Lee's podcast don't care about your political beliefs or who you vote for. If you decide to vote, you vote. But don't ever assume that we don't like you because of your political belief. We like we don't like you because you fucking suck. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care who you who you I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, Independent. I don't care if you I don't care who you are. You can this this goes out to every community out there. If you fucking suck, I'm gonna tell you that. There's no bias towards you, it's nothing about your personal preference that we're talking. If we see you. On this t- on my TV, on my monitors, and I get bored to death, you fucking suck. <laughs> right, that says that's, that's it. <laughs> that's 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 that, that's about it. Like, there's no, I don't care who you vote for. I don't care if you heard, voted for Herschel Walker, Donald Trump, who is running again, by the way. What whatever. And it's like, I don't care who, I don't care who you vote for. If you suck, you suck. I don't care. But entire sucks. Man. Everything I've watched from his broadest play days to now, everything I've watched of his, I fell asleep. And I was wide awake when it started. This is horrible. Exactly. Shit fucking sucks. Horrible. Horrible. It's uh, like, bro. Like, no, and how no. long he's been with NWA? Shit, I don't know. I I stopped following NWA when the Pope <laughs> was 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 world TV champion because the the Pope D'Angelo De Niro. That's another another cat that I've been following too, and that, that I feel like TNA dropped the ball on. I, I looked up when the last time he was he was champion. That was twenty twenty. So that was two years ago. That was two years ago when I followed the last time I followed NWA. That was during the pandemic. So I don't fucking know. But uh, yeah. yeah, him. It's like if this is the direction you're going for with your NWA, you can keep it. Because Billy Corgan says, "Don't watch NWA if you don't want to see stuff like the main event of Hard Times 3. So basically, if he basically said, "Hey, blood, this shit sucks. Don't waste your time watching it. Just move on." That's what I'm getting. That's what you get when when you hear Billy Corgan says, "Don't watch NWA if you don't want to see stuff like the main event of Hard Times yeah. 3. Yeah. So you're not on YouTube anymore. I stopped. I unsubscribe. I unsubscribed from NWA on YouTube years ago. So you're behind a paywall on Fight TV. If you actually pay for this shit, just mm. like you pay for the eight dollars on Twitter for the for the blue check mark, you a bum. You dumb. <laughs> you dumb. You no. I'm not. Mm-mm. And it's no. like in you, order you, for you, you deserve better if you if you pay for this and if that's what they're gonna right? do, you this deserve is like better. This is like buying followers. Like, come on, friend. <laughs> Remember that era of Twitter where people bought followers? Like people were yes. buying they was literally buying bots. They was like, buying bots. <laughs> they said I'm popular, but they, you work hard and put out like 
actual content and then like they work their way up to the point where like they following starts to grow and then that's when you get that blue check like, remember, mark. Like remember they that on Instagram they made an app where you had to like a picture and then you start yeah. getting a lot of likes on your post. <laughs> it's so much shit that it's was, it was so much shit that I was that I was seeing for how long I've been on on social media that I'm like when you brought it up I'm like yeah so <sighs> and, and yeah but nah I'm good on that. Uh, Billy Corgan, you can keep your NWA. Nick Aldis, if you decide to leave and you go to AEW or Impact, hopefully, hopefully you kill it because you because you you he put a, a dead brand on his back for however long NWA has been revived, and then this is what they do with it. And I'm like, see ya. <laughs> I ain't got none. I ain't got none. I ain't got nothing to talk about. I ain't got nothing to talk about. I ain't got nothing to talk about at all. But NWA blood. What y'all smoke? <laughs> it's all right. Let's talk about. Yeah, I don't know what they talking about smoking, but uh, let's talk about um Stone Cold Steve Austin because apparently he was in he, he was in the news as well, if you will. Stone Cold, oh. the Texas, the Texas, the Texas rattlesnake was in was in in the in the news and rumors because according to uh Fightful Select, Stone Cold Steve Austin was offered another match since the WWE regime change and more than likely that will probably take place at WrestleMania 39. Okay, so here's another little fun thing between you and I. If true, who should Stone Cold Steve Austin face if he returns at WrestleMania 29 next year? Who do you think, like, like I already know you're probably gonna say you don't have to say the top, the top people. Like this is a this is a a one off match. Think similar to Kevin Owens, who like from last year. It was basically a one off match, something to get Stone Cold like for nostalgia purposes. Like I've seen Stone Cold Steve Austin versus John Cena. I've seen someone idiotically suggest Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock. Like they didn't have three brilliant matches at WrestleMania already. Mm-hmm. Fuck no. Um, I've seen so many suggestions, and I'm kind of leaning towards the John Cena versus Stone Cold Steve Austin match because it's kind of like the he was the face of his generation. John Cena was the face of his generation. You can kind of do like a one-off icon wow. versus icon match again. Yeah, that, that's not that won't be bad, honestly. That won't be a bad way to go. I can't really, I can't really think of anybody. I mean, someone, someone suggested that it be Austin Theory versus. Stone Cold to kind of continue from their feud from last year, and he gonna pass out. But um, that's not a good look. I I can't. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I know how that's gonna turn uh, out. But watching it, <laughs> I already know it. Uh, he's trying to get his Atlanta card back. He's trying to get his Atlanta card. Man, back, bye. So. You lost that privilege for me. Bye. Like, no. He's trying. He's trying to get that Atlanta card back. back. Like I guess. <laughs> No, not with me. Not, not getting that back. He's trying to, he's trying to get it back. No. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's been one and done. No, like he ain't getting that back. Mm-mm. But um, honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't be against like icon versus icon. I won't be against that either. Um, like Stalker versus John Cena. That um, if they can do um. 
Stone Cold versus. And wait a minute, hold on. Before I throw this out, is is Edge still still on Raw? He's part time, so I'm I'm pretty sure. But not really. Yeah, I won't be against that match either. Stone Cold versus Edge. But you know, who knows? I've never thought. I've never thought about that match. Hmm. Like I won't be. It would have worked if if, it would have worked if Edge was still in Judgment Day. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if he by himself or Jim. I I don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even like, know. I don't know. She's like I don't fucking know at this point. <laughs> I do not. She's like I do not. I don't know this shit. I, I he's, do not like, know. <laughs> he's like one of them people that disappear and come back right now in my book. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's part time, so he's like he's basically he Roman. <laughs> Be disappearing, coming back, disappearing, coming back. Like I'm saying, it's basically Roman, like at this point. (laughs) (laughs) You stupid dick! All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the part where we uh switch it up to the unpopular wrestling opinions here on the Gresham Leafs podcast. But we're going to switch it up this week. I kind of decided to switch it up. I said I, I switched it up on the Discord. This is where we get our submissions over on Discord. You guys should check it out if you haven't already. The Gresh Digital Discord is it's completely free to join. Just it's a mobile app. You can do it on your phone. You can chop it up, chop it up with fellow wrestling fans and wrestling enthusiasts and jokesters because we talk about pretty much every goddamn thing up there. I got people who are in college right now in there who get telling me about their college lives and being stuck in the broke days. So much stuff that that that, that we we'd be talking about it and obviously we talk about the wrestling stuff but i submitted i said i switched it up and asked somebody and i told them i said ask me some of your of your most out-of-pocket questions you can think of wrestling or not have at it <laughs> here we go this is not a question but this is what someone said coil ray built like a firefly and but i still hit yo <laughs> <laughs> Yo! First of all, firefly. You ain't finna. This, ant, you ain't finna. That's a lot. A firefly and a fire ant. <laughs> Cause they're two different books. Like, dang. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> oh my god! Listen, you're not finna disrespect my 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 Eminem shaker right now. Like that's my little Eminem shaker. Like she be t- she 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 was trending on her videos was trending her twerk videos was trending with no ass. I respect it. <laughs> she won me over. She won me over. I respect it. I respect it. You can twerk with no ass and you trending hey, three little times. Little people matter. Little people matter. Little booties matter. matter. Like little booties matter. matter. Come on now. <laughs> little asses matter and little boobies matter. Come on, man. We 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 pro little boobies up here. I like to get hit. In the, I, I like to get hit. I, I like to get hit in the face with a titty once and once or twice. But little booties and little boobies matter. Like, oh just, man. Let's just put it out there. Oh let's my just put goodness. it out there. Like, look, 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 let's start a trend. Let's start a chant. Little booties matter. Little boobies oh. matter. Oh my god, they do. <laughs> they do. 
But that's and messed like, up. It, like, it, that it, just it, threw me completely off. I said, dang, he said Firefly. Whoever said they said Firefly and Fire Ant. <laughs> is it one or the other? How you gonna take that? Both. Like, nah, both. it's both of them. It's both. Like, both. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know some of y'all, y'all be like, yeah, little booties matter. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. Little booties matter. Little boobies matter. I know it probably feel like you rubbing up against an iron board when you have sex with them, but, but, an iron board. Oh, wow. They still matter. Oh, they still matter. And <laughs> she's tiny too. That's she's, funny. She's a little offended because she's tiny. She's a that little offended because she's because so she's tiny funny. herself. So <laughs> that's so funny. It's the fact she said the iron board. That's hilarious. She's like, is she but, yeah, when that's she says so that's funny. hilarious. When she says that's hilarious, she's basically telling me to fuck you. So I'm probably gonna hear about it later. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, but she's smiling. Think at me, so it's like I ain't, yeah. I'm not against. Did it. you see that? Did you see that post where people was someone confused her with Sasha Banks because she had blue hair? Yeah, yeah, I did. Told some. Oh, here's here's uh, Sasha Banks. I think it was like for Halloween or something like that. And mm-hmm. say, she was at um, Megan Thee Stallion. Sasha Banks. But yeah, somebody was like, "Here goes Sasha Banks." I said, "No, boo, that's." Cool. Let's call the race, like bro. I know that little Eminem shaking yeah, anywhere. Right. Come on now, I know my little Eminem shaking <laughs> like, anywhere. I was like, yo, that's going away. I know that little Eminem shaking <laughs> anywhere. Ain't nobody can't nobody tell me that her, when she shake her ass, it don't look like the little it don't sound look and sound like them little Eminem shakers that you be like. <laughs> that, I'll be trying to tell y'all, like yo. That, that's my Man. nickname for her, little Eminem shaker. All right, little she, she my little Eminem shaker. Oh man, I was like, man, if this jack ain't trending, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I was like, like, yeah, got an M and M shaker. I was like, uh, man. All right, the next the next one. Who do you think has the worst taste in music? People who hate Ricky Na- Rico Nasty or people that like Jack Harlow's music? Wow, I have no idea who Rico Nasty is. She's an art. It's, it's a girl, in my it's opinion. A girl, yeah. I, I, in my opinion, I like her. She's dope, but it's ain't about for me to for, for this is this isn't my this isn't my question because I don't know who that is. I'm gonna let you answer that one. Um, it's what well, some honestly for me it's hard because they have they got like their own lane. So right. like some people who like Jack Harlow they like Jack Harlow. Some people who like Rico Nasty like Rico Nasty. It doesn't necessarily mean they don't like music. They just you know they have their own you know they they have their own different tastes. They don't mean they don't like it. I don't. I don't it's hard. Like because there's. Two songs I like from Jack Harlow, but other than that, what's popping? It's it's not. I, I don't know. I don't know how to say that. I don't mean. I don't know the two how. Two songs I like. The two songs I like from Jack Harlow is "What's Popping," and his feature on "Killer" with Eminem. That's about it. That's all I got. 
Yeah, I like that's I like Killer with Eminem. But there's another one I heard too, like the other day. I really like that song. But anyway, yeah, like I just I don't know what else. Like my thing, you have to really just find out for yourself. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Nobody's forcing you to like it. But you know, like don't sit here and try to rain on everybody. Pray say, oh well, you ain't got no good taste in music because you like this. No, it's it's plenty of people that you know. You have some people still like Ozzy Osbourne. They don't mean they don't got different stuff that they like. <laughs> and some people like to hear music where they screaming on doggone day. Like just <sighs> they might be going through something. Like let them get that out. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not like they in their own lane. That's yeah, all I, I can't say. Stand, I can't stand. I can't stand screaming. I can't. Yeah, keep the screaming away from me because I will fight you. Unless we have, unless we on a long trip and we got to stay awake. That's nah, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll stay awake on. My, I'll stay awake based on my subs. I'll let my subs blast. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like vibrate, vibrate my body and don't <laughs> scream at me. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't <laughs> scream at me. Just let my whole body vibrate. Like, let me just let me let me wake up wake up by saying by being vibrate. He's like, let me just don't scream at me. Just don't scream at me. Just I'll be good. I'll be good. That's the that's the that's the vibration that I need. I don't need nothing else. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Do not. Oh man. Next up we have what's something that will get your black card revoked? Oh. What? There's a lot of shit that'll get your it's black card revoked. Right, like, oh, uh, um, oh, it's a lot. I can't even, man, so much. Not knowing how to make sweet potato pie, not knowing, not knowing how to, how to make greens. mac and cheese, not knowing how to make mac and cheese, it, it, not it's, knowing it, how to make Kool Aid. We're trying to keep this food related because if we go too political, then it gets all convoluted. We're not trying to do that. Yeah, if you don't want to make Kool-Aid, then I got a question, yo, 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 who you grew up with. And if you yeah. acknowledge if you acknowledge black women as black chicks, I got a question who where you who you've been around because we have not acknowledged, we don't acknowledge our black queens as black chicks. We don't. Or chicks at all. That's that's that white that's, that's, that's right. that white bullshit. That's white bullshit. We don't, we don't, we don't even say that. chicks. Like I like yeah I don't, I don't like these white and if chicks, we these do black... if we do say that though that means that we trying to fight that's what that mean if we yeah. say that it's, it's disrespectful because we be like okay back up off me chick like then yeah that's yeah that's that a point, that's a black on black that's a black woman on black woman thing we talking about some black brothers so like black, yeah, black like, brothers if you uh... if you acknowledge <laughs> if you call a woman a black chick then you are not you your card is on probation and if you <laughs> ninety if days. You, <laughs> 90-day probation if you call a, a black woman. Three-month probation. And if you want to, and, and if you, and, and honestly, I think some people will tell you if you, if for your black card to be revoked, you will have to uh, lust after, after a Caucasian woman, but not, yeah. but, but, but dismiss a melanated black woman. So that can get your car, black card revoked because if you want to disrespect a, a black woman, but then turn and around and not be black and you came from a black woman so yeah that could easily get your black card revoked if you if you disrespect towards a black woman i don't care if they, i don't care what it is like yo we're gonna show respect to them that's all i'm gonna say so it's, it's a lot of stuff that can get your black card revoked and most specifically if you just 
if you just an an, an asshole to your own people, mm-hmm. that can get your black card revoked. Yeah, you won't fuck with you. And you ain't seen boys in the hood, <laughs> Ricky. Cause boy, if if I say y'all ever seen a dead body and you don't know where that came from, get out. <laughs> just go. Don't don't look, don't don't look at me. Door is right there. Just go. <laughs> this point, I can't even talk to you. And I and another thing, if you have played Mortal Kombat and I give you all these list of characters and I tell you to pick one who you who was your go to and you don't know who your go to is, out. You're suspect. Get out. You're done. Suspect. You're fire. <laughs> Suspect. I ain't talking about the new one. I'm not talking about the new game, the one when they let the Terminator and the Joker come in. And no, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the original. If you don't know your characters, and we 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 can't we can't can't conversate. Just can't do it. Mm -mm. (laughs) You don't know members of Wu Tang. We gonna have issues. (laughs) Like. Going to have issues. Don't read your name the common ones. No, I need you to know. Like, <laughs> and if we say blame name, if, if we say name your your favorite black artist, and you and you just for some, it's like we're not disrespect. This is not disrespecting them. If, but if your only go to is Biggie and Tupac, like we tell you yeah. to name a lot of black artists, those are your only two go to, and you don't Mm-mm. know nobody else. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <sighs> Yeah, it's about time. Oh, no, 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 no. Because <laughs> I already know if you if your only go to is is Biggie and Tupac, then I already know you've been just watching documentaries. You don't know what their mm-hmm. music is. You probably can't even tell the brothers apart if you put a picture next to them. Get your ass out of here, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Get out. And then the last, certainly not least, because uh, this was brought up. I'm guessing uh, if R. Kelly gets released, would you go to his concert? No. Who asked that question? I'm not finna put him on the spot. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I was finna get on them. You can still get on them. Cause I'm, I was finna be like, where's my phone so I can have, we need to have a conversation. Like, have you seen You can get in the Discord right now. Like, <laughs> you can get in the Discord right now. You can go to the Unpopular Opinions. You can go right there. It's, pu- it's, it's public. People on the Discord, you can go. You can go see who who did right Absolutely now. But I'm not gonna put them on the spot. Not, the I'm not going to that. I ain't gonna lie to you. Even if it wasn't R. Kelly, I'm not going to no concert. I don't fuck with concerts. I don't fuck with concerts. I've been to Man, three concerts I... in my life. Oh, okay. I've been to three in my life. Never want to go again. Feet. And the reason why is because one time I was up close with somebody. Like it was a whole bunch of us jumping around and all going, all going crazy and all the stuff with the music. And this one dude. Put his arms up. I kid you not, all the hair in my nose just burnt. Like his, his <laughs> armpit, his armpit was just—I was. Oh shit! I hit my mic. His armpit, I was done. Like blood. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You did not leave your your. You did not leave your parents' f- facility smelling like this. You did not. You did not. You you put. Axe on your neck and your butt, but you did not bother to do it on your armpits. Now I don't even trust that you washed your ass. Why oh are you God. smelling like this? He smells. He's an artist, and he smells you from down here. Why did you put your arms Yay. up? I don't even want to listen to this music anymore. I want to go home now because <laughs> you decided to 
put to go to Burger King, buy their funkiest Burt Whopper Jr., and to rub it under your armpits and say, "Wee, no, oh we're done gosh. here. We're done here." My nose, my nose, my nose went in retreat. My nose started to choke. My nose said, "What the fuck?" No, 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 no. Oh no. I'm and to that to this day, I have never been to another concert. And if I have gone to the concert, and if I have gone to a concert, I was off in the corner by myself. I am done. I am never doing that again. No. That's I've been to a couple concerts, don't get me wrong, but honestly, like by far, like my favorite will always be Tony Taylor. Like that's that's hands down. So it's like, like I wish I could went to a Janet Jackson. I do regret I, I've never been to any. It sucks because I grew up on Janet Jackson. But I mean, in a way, like they say, Ari, uh, this one artist named Ari Lennox, she's supposed to be touring next year. So it's like I do want to go with that, see what that would be like. I just don't want to have to, you know, deal with like people who just ain't got no sense. That's all I ask for. Like, smell like other than that. With that too, like I, 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 I'm like, girl, I'm gonna have to just catch you, like when you go to Phoenix, because if I try to go to see your concert in February in Atlanta, shawty, it's, it's gonna be live. So like, that's why I'm just like, nah, like let me. I'm trying to see if I can work out a way to go to Phoenix next year, because she's supposed to be touring. She's supposed to start touring around the week of my birthday anyway. So I was like, you know, what, let me try to see if I can work that out some kind of right. way. Right. <laughs> Moral of the story is wash your ass, wash your wash your armpits, and don't bypass your armpits. For the it's crazy. Do not bypass your armpits. Why y'all don't clean your arms? Y'all don't clean your armpits. Thank you, That's another thing to get your black card revoked. Smelling like shit. Your body. <laughs> Smelling like shit. Shea butter, some cocoa butter. All right, let's talk about um this week in wrestling. Uh, typically, for those of you who don't know, since we are on Thursdays, we typically don't talk about SmackDown until the next week because we it's literally the day after the podcast goes up. So, you did you watch SmackDown? Correct. Yeah. The Usos are now the longest reigning WWE tag team. Champions, the undisputed, WWE Undisputed Tag Team Champions, the Usos, defeated the New Day to retain yeah. the titles. And as of this past Monday, they are now the longest reigning tag team champions in WWE history with the New Day now coming in second. The match was great. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. it, it they was cooking. The promo they had the Monday to build to this. Like the New Day can and the Usos can wrestle a thousand more times after Friday and I would not hate it. Yep. Not at all. Also, Butch, Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, Santos Escobar, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Jinder Mahal, and Mustafa Ali were announced to be a part of the SmackDown World Cup. So our predictions don't mean jack shit. Uh, With the winner facing (laughs) Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship uh, in the SmackDown World Cup first round, we saw Santos Escobar Santos Escobar with Zelina Vega and Joaquin Wilde and Cruz Del Toro defeat Shinsuke Nakamura to advance to the next round. 
then we had Shotzi winning the SmackDown Women's ti- ti- Women's Title Number One Contender Six Six Pack Challenge to earn a shot for Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And I wrote down, I swear I've seen the same number one contenders match in some way, shape, or form ever since SummerSlam. All you have to do is just rotate Liv Morgan with Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Basically. SmackDown needs help. As far as with the women's division, because I'm like, I yeah. swear, I'm like, I, I see the same people. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the SmackDown World Cup first round match. Braun Strowman defeated Jinder Mahal to advance and i wrote down braun Strowman is over and he's solid in the ring because the big man knocking shit over will always work but please for the love of god for for pete's sake hire a social media team and stay the fuck off twitter and if twitter is about to die you can stay on twitter all you want just just stop talking i'm 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 pro free speech but damn sometimes you just need to shut up right. you have the free speech to shut the fuck up all right. Uh, before a match between Zelina Vega and BFAB, the Viking Raiders, a- Eric and Ivar, made their return and attacked Top Dollar. Ashanti Diodonis, Cruz Del Toro, and Joaquin Wilde. The mystery woman was that joined them was this one. Yeah. I was like, okay. She, uh, they beat, they beat, they basically beat everybody down. Uh, the mysterious woman was revealed none other than. A returning Sarah Logan. Hmm. And Sarah Logan hit a vicious pop-up headbutt on BFAB, and that was that. So Logan and the Viking Raiders stood tall to end the segment. What do you think about her her appearance? This is, this is woman business. What do you think about her, her appearance? Man, this is an episode of Vikings. Because <laughs> apparently she got go. backlash. Yeah, she got backlash though, uh, for I guess apparently ripping off another independent wrestler, uh, Max the Impaler is what people were telling me. I don't know too much about Max the Impaler myself, but um, if you look her up, I believe she has the same similar gimmick. And like you heard a lot of people say, Max from Wish, mm-hmm. uh, the rip off, like Max the Impaler light and st- stuff like that. Mm. And I had people actually message me who don't even watch wrestling because I post clips on Instagram from the Gresham Lee's Instagram page. They asked me if this was blackface. Oh! And I kind of no. had to explain that it's not. If you and know, that way, no. it's, that's like something didn't like, you know, Vikings and stuff. It's, it's Vikings. It's Vikings. It's Vikings because blackface is not towards the lips. Like, if it's all the way down here, then it's blackface, but being up here is it's it's just it's a viking war paint like if you actually watch vikings like the the tv show you kind of saw that and i didn't really take it as blackface like i mean i can understand why people would take it as blackface but it it was it, was, it wasn't blackface it, it it wasn't now that tattoo that she had on her lip was running down yeah either that's a tattoo or that's some some hard removable paint if that is a tattoo I want to know how she pitched it to her tattoo artist. Like, did she go to the tattoos like, "Hey, blood, give me that, that 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 leaking sperm down my down my chest." Or it could represent something else because you know how some people like they, when they come from like certain tribes or whatever, little stuff like that. They could be one 
other reasons. But if it's with war paint, then it's it's no big deal. But if it's like tattooed, then yeah, that needs to be an explanation. Cause don't nobody just need to be walking around yeah. with that whole thing like that. I'm like, it it it, it looked like she was, it looked like she, some people thought she was just spitting out like like makeup or something. I'm like, no, nah, when she rolled <laughs> her face. Nothing moved. I'm like, that's either okay. a tattoo or that's some 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 a permanent marker or something or is it that? I don't know. I mean, I'm not really a fan of the Viking thing. Like, I mean, let's see where they go with it, if you will. That's but what I'm saying. I'm just trying to get going. Like, it's more so me. Like, what y'all what y'all taking is like, is it going to bore me to death? Is it going to be something that I pretty much skim over on the podcast? Let's see. Let's see what they let's see what they got. Let's let's see what they got. Pretty much. Um, next up we had uh obviously we had the the main the main course. We had Paul Heyman, Soul Sokoa, the Undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns, and the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, the Usos. They came out to the ring to cut a promo. Reigns asked the Indianapolis crowd to acknowledge him, you know, the whole nine to which they obliged. Heyman then cut a promo called uh and call, calling Indianapolis a hellhole to this to the dismay of the Usos, Sokoa, and Reigns. Heyman responded to the crowd's reaction. By saying that it was not very oozy of them. <laughs> Heyman talked about the great robberies and correctly saying England versus United States, but a big feud was a big feud, which when it was actually United States versus Mexico and England versus Germany. Uh, Heyman then said that the New Day did not compare to the Usos, nor could anyone compare to Roman Reigns. Reigns was about to congratulate the Usos before they were interrupted by the brawling brutes. Huh? They were interrupted by the brawling bruise that is uh, Butch and Ridge Holland. Holland said that he brought back up before revealing a returning Seamus. Fresh off of getting married. You know, they had, they had the right amount to get married. No. Seamus called Reigns a legend and told Reigns that it was a part. It was it was the start of the end of the bloodline, or at least he tried to because the microphone glitched and Reigns called it out saying, How, what, what you going to do? You can't even get the mic to work, son. Uh, the brawling brutes and the bloodline brawl before Drew McIntyre came out to make the save for the brutes. And when his music played, I said, "Please, for the love of God, not again!" Because I thought he was going to feud with Roman again. I'm like, "We've been over this. <laughs> we've been too. through this. I did too. Like, we've been through like, this, bro. We already again. did this. Like, come on." But then I'm guessing uh, this was basically the setup for War Games, which is more likely going to be. The bloodline versus Rome uh, versus Drew and the brawling brutes and probably a fifth man because I believe it's five on five. Uh, but yeah, the, the show basically ended with an all-out brawl between every member of both opposing teams, and that's how we got it. I, and I'm still mad that they, that the shirt that Roman and them wore, the we are the ones, the cameo version was a tribute to the troops exclusive. They need to go ahead. They, they send they send on they send on money. They need to go ahead and release that to the public we the ones that it was a camel it was a camel version so i'm, I'm gonna need y'all to release that like come on i rock the hell out of that i'm telling you the hell out of that one like anything with camouflage that's that's me that that is me to a t i will i will rock rock the hell out of this i will rock the hell out of that hell out Hell it was like when Roman was standing there at first, he was looking like, oh, like, yeah, y'all better handle that. Don't let nobody touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. Don't, don't, don't what? touch me. You gonna come over here in my ring swinging? Well, y'all better swing on then. Don't touch me. Like, <laughs> don't touch me. 
don't touch me. You're like, ah, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't like, ah, I was like, this joke is going to get touched. <laughs> like, you're, you're touching me. Oh, my God. Why are you touching oh me? <laughs> Did you just touch me? <laughs> yeah, why are you touching me now? Like, come on, now. Why, why the fuck are you touching me? Why are you touching me? Where you get this you, from? <laughs> did you catch Raw? A little bit. Yeah, you got Raw a little. Let's, well, let's get Raw. Let's talk about Raw. Let's get a little Raw. raw. Uh, Seth Rollins kicked off the show uh, in his respectable Hoochie Daddy outfit. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the crowd was chanting, this was stupid in reference to Austin Theory uh, trying to cash in the WWE Money in the Bank briefcase case unsuccessfully. Dumbass. Oh, his hair uh, was That's another thing I Because he blew it out. I said, we got to... <laughs> I said, they had got longer. I said, this was this what I said to my mom. I said, this must be a blowout. He got that Dominican blowout. <laughs> he got that blowout. He, he, he was walking, fanning <laughs> it and stuff like Dominican that. Dominican blowout. I said, look at this right here. This dude was, he, he was feeling it. He was, he was feeling You're it. like though. the whole I'm rock star himself. right now. <laughs> With the Willy Wonka glasses on. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, this is great. (laughs) More notes. Uh, Bobby Lashley still pissed off post-crown jewel match against Brock Lesnar. He has his eyes on reclaiming the U.S. title. But first, that man, nope, not him. That man manhandled Mustafa Ali. That man just, just, just abusing his ass. I'm like, bro, come on, man. Man, what he do to you? I think it's because of that scratch that's on his chest too. <laughs> I saw that too. I said, "What the fuck?" I saw that shit. I said, "What the fuck happened to this man's chest?" I think he got cut or something. I'm like, bro, you got a whole bandage on your chest. I'm like, bro, who, who, what happened to your booby? Man, turning what? up, he got cut and he want to act up. <laughs> what, happened, what happened to your titty? Come on now, what, what, what happened to your titty? He got cut. He got a so scarred got titty. <laughs> Backstage during the uh, interview, Luke Gattles wanted to wanted to thank you for bringing me a yam back because he has a quote unquote away with the women, bruh. When he said that, I, I wrote this. I said, "Please, for the love of God, stop scaring the hoes." <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> like, 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 bro, why, 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 why? That was like, bro, no, no. Uh, that was n- not professional at all. That was stupid. Oh my god! <laughs> like, bro, you, you, you not bump professional. You are a professional whole scarer. You professionally scare the bitches. That ain't like, gonna you, work. Like, come on, man. You like, can't. That's you can't talk like that. <laughs> you may make other women be looking at you. Be like, okay, nah. I can't with him never mind i got something to do i, I got to go see you motherfucker i'm out oh, all right that remind me that dude like the dude put on twitter the dude put on twitter earlier like he was like he was he, he was on a first date and he took this girl on uh he, he took he, he was driving with this girl listening to mf doom and she left 30 minutes later like bro you can't be you like MF Doom is not a first date song. You it's you are professional. Not. You are a professional scared of bitches because bro, 
you literally like bro you scaring the hoes like don't be listening to mf mf doom you you listen to that motherfucker on the third date when y'all y'all know each other like or you, you listen that... to it like at, when you done invested time in your relationship nah i'm gonna be honest with you some, some of these songs should not some of these songs should not be should not enter the ears of some of these maidens let's just be let's just put it right oh, there. Yeah. like some some music, some music is just be left to us brothers. And MF Doom is one of them people. <laughs> some the MF Doom should be one of them people who be left to us brothers. Like, like, like I listen to a few unless, of his songs. Unless you like with the type of like, unless you're, like really cool, and she does listen to like the same stuff. That's the only way it can work. That's what I mean exactly. by that. Cause if I'm dating a dude and like we got like we got sort of like a, a good taste in music going, but then I find out he listens to. It's like really, really weird, and I ain't never heard of it before. Well, this is not for me. I quit. He won't even know. Like I already done quit. As soon as he started the track, I'm like, yeah, I can't wait to get out this car. Yeah, it's about that time. Like, man, the, the he dropping me off. Well, I'm doing. I am ready to go. God damn. <laughs> this ain't gonna work, homie. You, I'm you, like, you, are, know you are a perfect. You can drop me right here. I'm like, I, 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 I'm good. Like, you drop, just let me go right here. It's cool. You ain't got to take me all the way back. No, drop me right here. <laughs> like, uh, what happened? Don't worry about it. I got something I got to handle. Some, some emergency. Never you about, to say, you about to say, you about to say, let's go to the gas station and then uh, go out the back door. <laughs> he in the gas station. You about to go out the back door, like, oh, all right, bye bye. See you. We not about to. Mm. That's that's the worst day. That's the worst day. But so Luke Gallo, Luke Gallo, stop scaring the bitches. Uh, but speaking of someone who's not a bitch, she's the HBIC though. Mia made her in ring return in WWE, or you could say W debut if you don't count time as reckoning with retribution. Which we don't, we don't, we don't acknowledge that. It was a, it was a match against Tamina. It was, a, it was a solid showcase for for Mia. Uh, uh, it was a few little uh spots where Tamina mistimed it, but other than that, it was pretty. It was pretty. It was a solid showcase for that. Uh, then we had Chad Gable continues to make people look good in the match in his match against Riddle and Triple H. It's time, yeah, my brother. It's this. time to put the rocket on this man. He is too good to be losing. Let's get him. Let's get him in a in a title feud. Now that Seth Rollins is probably going face, put him up against Seth Rollins and let them cook. That's all I'm saying. Because I will never stop giving Chad Gable praise because he is too good in that ring. He is. He is for real. Too, too really good is. in that ring. Aside from that uh, shoot, other than that, he's great. No, nah, that, that, nah, that's that, no. Nah, don't disrespect that's the shoot. Don't, 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 don't. Suck it up. It's Suck it up. It's so annoying. Juice. Oh gosh, like I can't. Juice. <laughs> like, oh, why? Juice. Like, every time I look at him, it just comes to mind. Every single time, like, man, that's so annoying. Juice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But he is an amazing performer in the ring. I have to give that to him. I have to. He's amazing. 
uh, yeah, Baron Corbin, speaking of not amazing, Baron Corbin and JBL playing poker backstage <laughs> where Akira still wearing Ninja for some reason, Tozawa, arrives to play. Later, it was shown that Tozawa feigned not knowing how to play, obviously, and cleaned up the poker table, which upset Corbin and they will wrestle later on in the evening, which they did. Baron Corbin with JBL defeated Akira Tozawa. And I wrote this down. Am I alone and wishing for this to end already? <laughs> I'm like, I, I really don't care for this. I don't really care for this. And it's like, I saw someone, because I saw someone say that JBL should have been given to Austin in theory as a mouthpiece because Corbin character-wise has come and gone. Like, they, they feel like it's like anything with Baron Corbin, it just doesn't work outside of bum-ass Baron Corbin, which was entertaining. But it's like, I don't know what it is. It's like I like Baron Corbin as a as a performer because he has two of the best move two of the best moves in my opinion, the end of days and the deep six. But it's like whatever they're doing with his character is just it's not like I don't want to boo you. I don't want to cheer you. I just do anything else with my time. <laughs> and that's not that's not a knock on him. That's just that's just the fact. Like I'm like eh, I, I, I don't I don't care. <laughs> that like oh, like oh this is the thing. Oh, oh okay, congrats. I think all right. <laughs> uh, next up we get Johnny Gargano and the Miz. They continue their Days of Our Lives uh, storyline with Dexter Loomis, and I relate to Dexter though. I re I relate to him a little bit. Cause I'm be honest with you. I'm be honest with you. If someone owe me money, I'm running up on them too. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, hey, where my money? Hey, where my, my where my two dollars? Where my two dollars? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> where my two dollars? Like, where my two dollars? Like, no, no, give me my two dollars. Mm -hmm. With interest, because uh, you late. With interest, now give me four dollars. Because I had to burn you, you down. Had, I had two dollars at first. Now I gotta add on interest because you want to be late. You and now give my money. Should have paid my money. Give me my so now money. Now we gotta give up them. <laughs> exactly. Like, like it's interest. Like the longer I I wait without my money, the more you playing with my money. It's like playing with my emotions. Hello? It's just the principle of the situation. It's the principality. <laughs> Of the situation. Trying to tell you. <laughs> uh, speaking of principality of a situation, uh, Dominic Mysterio is still portraying that insufferable kid that the judgment that hides behind the Judgment Day, and I guess I should say it's working. Okay, so we still on. Yeah, once he puts some bass in his voice, he might actually start winning me over. Uh, speaking of someone who should be not who should be winning, uh, Sheldon Benjamin, he needs to stop being he should stop putting people over. That needs to change. Okay, see, I, I ain't even get that far. Yeah, don't put, yeah, yeah, Elton Benjamin. Okay, great. We'll talk about that in a minute because I feel like it's raw is, is yeah, raw is something. Uh, backstage, Austin Theory claims that money in the bank briefcase was an anchor for him when it was time for him to compete against Dolph Ziggler. Theory had no cell phone with him when in uh with him during the during this. So I'm guessing you can say this is a hard reset for Austin Theory. Yeah. I guess they're doing a hard reset because he's not doing a selfie gimmick. He's pissed off. He's angry. Money he's angry in the, at the world. 
He is angry. He he is he is furious. He is yeah, just, I saw just, that. I, I did catch a little bit of this, and I was like, "Oh, he he's finally changing a little you bit." Still, you still got to fight for that Atlanta car back though. Uh, oh yeah. But um, <laughs> when it like I said, when it's when it was time for him to compete against Dolph Ziggler, Theory had no cell phone with him. The match started off competitive, but completely shifted when Theory decked Dolph Ziggler with an attempted super kick. Then he hit two back-to-back A-Town down stuff. You know, that's still his finish for some reason, even though it was kicked out like three times uh, before completely going crazy and attacking Ziggler from the mountain position. Then, then the match obviously was thrown out, excuse me. Dolph Ziggler was spilled to the floor, and then Theory would attack him outside and throw several Office Depot chairs on him before being pulled away by officials. So that's disrespectful. Again, Office Depot chairs, $60 chairs thrown on you. The disrespect. <laughs> the, 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 the disrespect. Dollars. The $60, the disrespect. The disrespect. Mm-mm-mm. Next up, we get EO Sky defeating Dana Brooke. She's still upset about the 24-7 title being thrown away. You are alone on that one, sister. Um... And then we cut to Mia Yim. She officially joined Team Bianca for War Games. And then later on in the evening, Rhea Ripley declares she, she will be a part of Team Damage Control in War Games. So this beat between Judgment Day and the OC is merging into War Games. Kill two birds with one stone. Uh, it was announced there will be a match next week to determine who will have the advantage going into the Women's War Games at Survivor Series. And then we had the main event of, of Raw. I fell asleep on this. I'm not going to lie to you because I was exhausted. I had to go to work the next day. So I had to watch this back the next day. Uh, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins for the United States Championship. It was it was a solid match. I enjoyed it. Like any, anytime Finn Balor and Seth Rollins work, they always cook, in my opinion. So uh, obviously as the match progressed, the rest of Judgment Day c- tries to come to the aid of Finn Balor. The OC and Mia Yim come out. To, came out to even the odds with the referee distracted. AJ Styles pushed Ben Balor off the top rope, and the OC and the Judgment Day were on were on their way from ringside. They was brawling over the place. Rollins hit the curb stomp on Finn Balor to pick up the win to retain the title. And then after the match, Austin Theory ran out and assaulted Seth Rollins. So I'm guessing they're continuing this feud with uh, Rollins with this new vicious Austin Theory. He finally snapped. He hit Rollins with the eight-town down and dropping him with the United States Championship belt before standing over the fallen Rollins with the United States Championship. Hmm. Am I alone in thinking that Raw, even though it has its good moments, is still missing something? No. Okay. Because I feel like Raw, it... It has its good moments, but it's still boring in some certain parts. Yeah, it could be just that. It could be just that that extra hour. Like wrestling, weekly wrestling should not be three hours. I'm sorry. <laughs> really shouldn't. <laughs> like, it should not. I be agree. Three hours. It should not be that long. <laughs> it may, maybe so and I, like, I'm. I'm. That's it. Like. Stop festering it. 
don't know, man. Get that mark. I'm falling asleep. All right. All right, I'm going. I'm going night night. It's a wrap. Going to bed. Once you start rubbing your face, you be like, oh my god. I'm on past the white. <laughs> he not even on this show. You be like, come on, Pastor right. White, save us from this bullshit, please. God dang, man. Come on, Pastor White. Come on. Come on. And obviously, we didn't talk about it on SmackDown, but it looked like they're teasing towards the LA Knight versus Bray Wyatt match at some point. So the promos between those two are going to be interesting. Hmm. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Did you you say you said you didn't watch NXT this week, right? Mm. You you say you, said you didn't watch NXT this week? You kind of, yeah, you broke up a little bit. Oh, my bad. Again. Um, NXT and AEW, I didn't catch those. All right. So we're going to give you a quick little rundown with NXT because you didn't really miss much. Oh, we got one thing we, that you, you missed we, we'll talk about. But you didn't really miss too much when it came to uh, NXT this week. Uh, let's talk about... Let's look at the key points that we're going to be talking about. Ah, yes, I got it right there. I got it right there. Uh, NXT Championship match: Braun Breaker defeats Von Wagner with Mr. Stone to retain the the NXT Championship. I wrote down generic presence aside. I got to give Von Wagner his props. He's improved in that ring. Something's just missing. Uh, it could be characterized or something. It's just something missing with him. But he's grown on me. Uh, I give him that since the last time I talked about him in depth, which was like six, eight months ago when NXT 2.0 was a thing. After betraying, uh, what, what was what, what's her name? Oh, after betraying the key to Lions, uh, Zoe Stark came to the ring to cut a promo. Stark said her back felt much lighter for not having to carry the key to Lions for another week. Stark said that she was told by management to team with the key to Lions for the WWE Women's Tag Team title tournament. Lions said that after she got injured, after her match against Mandy Rose, Stark said that Lions told her that she was not mad at her for getting injured. Stark in, in, in emphasized that she carried Lions' as her words, not mine, and only got endless apologies instead of endless results. She emphasized that she was tired to putting... She was tired of putting people over and said that NXT is now about her. She called herself the hunter and that the NXT roster was now her prey. She is undeniable. Okay. I can't be alone in this. When I saw Zoe cut that promo, the only thing I could ask myself, there's no way she's in our demographic. She's 28. She's 28. Yeah. 28. Mm-hmm. She's three months older than me. Three years I would have gave you. But three months? Buddy, you look in your late 30s. That's on like 28. She is 28 years That don't look. Does not look 28. Yeah. <laughs> She's born in January 
She's born January 1994. She'll be 29 in January. Oh my gosh. <sighs> she she look like she look like somebody's fit grandma, hey. but I digress. Mm-hmm. Good promo. Good promo. But it's like that's the only thing I could think about doing this entire promo. I'm sorry. Like anybody get offended by that? That's just how I felt. I'm like, you 28? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm like, you, you, you blood, you 28. I literally be doing other people like that when I be looking at them. I'm like, you what? Even like you some how? of the people who be younger than me go to me. And I be like, you 23. Mm-hmm. You 21. <laughs> what? I'll do you one better. It's this kid that I work with. It's this kid that I work with. This, this kid. I have never seen a, a whole year in my life for a 19 year old. I was like, 19? I was like, you ain't no 19, boy. Shut up. And he was like, nah, for real. Like, I'm 19. I won't be 20, though. Like, 19? Like, dude, you mean. <laughs> Bro. You look 30. And like when we had like lunch, we went on like our little lunch. Somebody was like, Are you older than her? And I was like, like, nah, I'm older than him. But yeah, he look older, don't he? Like, I said, what's in y'all food? What's in y'all food? It's the food homes, it's something like oh. That's scary. <laughs> scary. Uh, uh, it was basically the same old, same old. I pretty much wrote down the stuff that I pretty much paid attention to for NXT, aside from Zoe Stark and, and her age. Uh, Andre Chase <clears throat> confronted Duke Hudson backstage on the Chase University office. Uh, Hudson said that he threw the towel in the mat so that Chase could fight another day. Hudson said that if it, he went down, the entire university would fall and that he did it for the college, and that he was guilty as charged for bleeding black and red. Thea Hill came in to interrupt before Hudson walked out of the shot. So basically, they were building something there with uh, Hudson, and, and I'm intrigued with that. And then we had Indashir, Veer Mahan, and Sangha defeated George Cannon. No relations to Nick Cannon that we know of, because he might be his son. We know Nick Cannon popping babies left and right. Uh, and Ariel Dominguez, I believe that. Uh, it was basically a, it was it was an extended squash match. Sangha, Veer Mahan is athletic as fuck for no reason. Like that dude is hella athletic. It's it's just it's crazy how athletic this dude is. Like you see how high this man jumps, and he and it looked like he was not even trying. Dang. After the after the match, Sangha and Mahan cut a promo calling out the Cree brothers. So I'm guessing that's their nest view as they reunited as um, partners. Mahan and Saga, Sangha, excuse me, said that they respected them, by, but they would unfortunately take down the Cree brothers to rise. Next up, we had Apollo Cruz defeated um, JD Mc, Big Ass Head, JD McDonough. Uh, I know I talk trash about JD, but I gotta give him his props and his due. He's been cooking in that ring for the past three weeks, so I gotta give him that. Uh, McDonald went for a top rope moonsault on Cruz, but Cruz 
evaded and hit the standing ovation slam, which is the one hand uh, spine buster on McDonough for the pinfall. So he actually won. So it, it's looking like they're teasing Apollo Crews and LeBron Breaker for the NXT Championship on down the line. I won't be surprised if it's at um the the what was it dead deadline or dead dead something. It's the next special event that they're gonna have. I won't be surprised okay. if that that if that's the match that they go for in this scenario. Uh, then we had the I guess you can say. NXT Women's Champion Mandy Rose was interviewed backstage by Mackenzie Mitchell from the Toxic Lounge. Rose called herself a one-in-a-billion superstar and said that she would be the last woman standing in the main event of the show. And I wrote down, LOL, she looks like Nikki Bella. Please lose tonight. <laughs> and yeah, We all know how that, how that went. Uh, <laughs> Booker T moderated the contract signing of Carmelo Hayes alongside Trick Williams and NXT North American champion Wes Lee. Because they're signing the contract for the NXT North American Championship match that is going to take place next week. So, yeah. And of course, Trick Williams was just talking his talk. And Booker T was doing his thing. Uh, when asked about the possibility of being a three-time champion, Hay says that Lee's limit was when he pulled up and start before promising Lee that the worst moment of his life will be would end after he beat Lee for the title. But that's a bar that Carmelo Hayes said. He said, your limit is when I pulled up and start. I'm like, well, shit. That's a bar. Right. Williams put over Lee, but reassured it would be Lee's first and last title defense. When asked about the match being his first defense, Lee said that he would show the world he will become the new standard for being the North American champion. Hayes and Lee signed the contract, making their match official. Lee and Hayes argued a little bit before Booker T simmered things down and told them to save the drama for your mama. <laughs> and I bust out laughing when he said that line. Uh, more little tidbits that we're going to talk about. Uh, Odyssey Jones was backstage with Malik Blade and Idris Nofe. Blade explained that he wore the sweater vest because we all wonder why that man is wrestling in the sweater vest. He explained that he wore the sweater vest as a tribute to his dad, who was a pastor. So he's a PK kid. Blaze said that he is wearing the best on his dad's memory. So I'm like, huh. So that is the gimmick. You and he probably is a PK pastor because I can relate. I'm unfortunately a PK pastor. So there's um the the dyad of the schism with Joe Gacy and Ava Rain defeated Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs with Fallon Henley. Uh, there's that. And then we had the Iron Survivor Challenge announced by the one and only Shawn Michaels. You want to know what the Iron Survivor Challenge is? Yes, I Let do. Let us find out. All right. Here we go. WWE Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels returned to NXT to announce the brand new Iron Survivor Challenge, a new match type that will pit NXT superstars against each other to determine the number one contenders for the for both the NXT North American, I mean, excuse me, the NXT Championship and the NXT Women's Championship, respectively. The rules are as follows: five superstars will compete in this unique 25-minute match as they battle each other and the clock. Two superstars will start the match, and every five minutes, a new superstar will enter the match until all five are in the ring. The goal is to have the most falls when the clock hits 25. 
Falls can be won at any time by pinfall, submission, or disqualification. When a superstar scores a fall, they will earn one point. However, when a superstar loses a fall, that superstar must pay the penalty. They are forced out of the ring into a penalty box for 90 seconds. Once the 90 seconds are up, the superstar can re-enter the match. The superstar who has scored the most falls when the clock hits 25 minutes will be named the Iron Survivor and become the number one contender for the NXT Championship and NXT Women's Championship, respectively. So it's basically championship scramble meets King of the Mountain with the penalty box meets Iron Man match. I'm intrigued. I all I said was, "Oh my God, you're you're asking me as a fan to keep up with with points with THC in my system. You're just asking for trouble." Uh, Dang! I watch all my wrestling high. I watch all my wrestling high. Not gonna work. Not gonna work. Not gonna work at all. Uh, more little stuff. Um. Andy Hartwell defeats Tatum Paxley with Ivy Nile, and I wrote, solid match, Dexter Lumis win. You get your money from The Miz. Come get your wife out of NXT. Uh, NXT, and in the main event, NXT Women's Champion Mandy Rose. She defeats Alba Fire. So Mandy Rose is still the NXT Women's Champion. Thank you very much. She is still oh, the okay. NXT Women's Champion. Uh... And I wrote down, she is most definitely breaking Asuka's title reign length because she is not losing that title. But Fire was on, on the ladder. Oh, excuse me. Fire placed Rose on the table, on the announce table, and went for a swanton bomb on Rose. But NXT UK's Isla Dawn came from out of nowhere and, and sprayed mist in Fire's face before pushing Fire off the ladder through the table. Rose got up as fire laid out, was was laid out, excuse me, on the table, and she is still the NXT Women's Champion. <sighs> hmm. Thank you, Isla Dawn. Uh, I actually was not familiar with her because, to be honest with you, I didn't, I don't, I wasn't, I'm not too familiar with NXT UK. If you've listened to the podcast and my interviews with people like Deontay DDJ, you know I don't have the time to watch it. So I didn't know too much about her work. And I just simply say, okay, quick, someone link me a match to check out. Someone link me something for me to check out. And I actually had the time to look out, look for look at some of these matches. I'm sold. I'm in. Let's let's see what let's see what it do. Well, I'm gonna need somebody to get that title off Mandy Rose ASAP because I'm done. <laughs> He's like, I'm tired and, now. And it's not, I, I need it, y'all. I'm tired else. at this point. I need y'all to do something else. And, but that was NXT. And then I guess you could say, let's talk about AEW Dynamite before we move on to our full gear preview and predictions. I guess I can write, I can, I can basically tell you, it wasn't, it wasn't pretty much, it was, in my honest opinion, AEW Dynamite, it, 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 it's a place where my favorite wrestlers are, but the show itself just feels, not long it just feels like nothing's happened oh two hours isn't too long for me it just feels like nothing happens with me it's just me though uh we start off the show with claudio casting 
and Brian Danielson defeating Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. So we're getting BCC and Jericho Appreciation Society again. And I wrote down <laughs> some a couple notes, couple couple notes. Uh, whenever I see Sammy on TV, I always ask myself, who keeps inviting blood to the party? Because he's just there. Uh, BCC versus JS again. When will this shit end? ROH needs to hurry up and get a TV deal or streaming deal because anything not a- named AEW do not care. I do not care about at this point. It's just convoluted at this point in time. Get off of my TV, please. Let's move on. Then we get a vignette air where Darby Allen and Sting were shown driving after Sting pulled Darby out of a body bag. Jeff Jarrett reminded everyone that he first wrestled Sting 24 years ago while hyping up the upcoming tag team match on Saturday. Okay. Uh, the acclaimed had a music video. They had a music, you should check it out, uh, featuring Paul White as Captain Insano. I don't know if you know too much about Captain Insano. Uh, if you don't, YouTube it. Uh, that led into the next match where Swerve Strickland defeated Anthony Bowen. Swerve was extra aggressive in his match. Anthony appeared to hurt his shoulder when Swerve dropped him into the audience. Anthony tried to mount some comeback, obviously, but was ultimately destroyed by Swerve as he got the win with the half-Nelson cradle driver. Tony Schiavone interviews Samoa Joe for an interview. Samoa Joe explains that he would not allow himself to be victimized because after he attacked Wardlow last week, um, Powerhouse Hobbs came out to confront him, and he basically told Hobbs, Nuck if you buck. (laughs) He said... He said, he, he said, he said, you see, you can come in here and catch one. I'm like, bro, he basically just told you nuck if you buck. <laughs> nuck if you fucking buck. Like, yeah, let, let's go. But before they can fight, Warlow comes out. There's a brief three-person brawl. The locker room empties to separate them. Warlow is able to hit a, a, a basically a suicide dive on everyone and to stand tall to end the segment. Uh, Samo, like I, I wrote down a few notes, Samoa Joe is still flawless on the microphone. Joe told Shabani that he hopes this interview goes better than the last one he had with his former colleague, Paul. And for those who before the fake outrage, Paul Heyman, back when they were building towards the burning glizzy pay-per-view. Uh, Samoa Joe basically told Powerhouse Hobbs, Nucky if you buck, like I said. And then when the brawl, and then I wrote down, when the brawl broke out, all I could write, think about was meat. It was just big meaty men bumping meat. That's it. <laughs> they, people want their five-star classics. People want their 30-minute matches. Not me. Shout out, Biggie. Uh, Britt Baker cut a passionate promo backstage about how she is no longer the person she was three years ago, and she built this division became her own role model. She basically cut a babyface promo while being the heel. Kind of confusing, but it was, it, was, it was one of the best promos I've heard from Britt Baker in, in a hot minute. Next up, we get the match of the night. Literally, the only match that I actually paid attention to in full length. Uh, the AEW World Trios Champions, Death Triangle, Pac, Ray Phoenix, and Penta Elzio Miedo defeats Top Flight, Dante and Darius Martin. Welcome back, Darius Martin. And AR Fox, the legendary AR Fox. Death Triangle wins after AR Fox gets hit at the... Okay, let me try that again. Let me try that one more time. Death Triangle wins after AR Fox gets hit with everyone's finishers and the Lucha Brothers hit tandem suicide dives on top flight pack he picks up the victory with the black arrow 
In an exclusive interview or video posted to their Twitter account, AEW offered AR Fox a contract and was stunned and happy, well-deserved, and overdue to AR Fox. Congratulations. He's actually trained. He trains a lot of people here in Atlanta, and he's one of the, a lot of your favorites that actually came from the indies. Nine times out of ten, he trained them or helped had a, had a hand in training them. He people got their swag from AR Fox, so he he deserves his flowers and he deserves his contract. It, it's about damn time because all I could tweet at, while watching this match was somebody heard to fuck up and sign AR Fox, and they offered him a contract. If he accepted, cool. Either way, congratulations to AR Fox. Uh, then we get an AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament match. Ethan Page defeated Bandino to advance in the tournament. This one kind of kind of tuned out a little bit because the match was solid for what it was, but I just it was like, oh, okay. And the crowd this entire night was just ass. Like they were basically they gave Raw from last week a run for their money. They was just ass. Like they was just not they was not reacting to a lot of shit. Uh, but they reacted to um after the match from the trios match because it was made official that Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks will return and challenge Death Triangle at full gear. So their suspensions are done. They have re officially been reinstated and they will fight this Saturday at full gear. AEW interim women's world champion uh Tony Storm defeated Anna Jay in a championship elim eliminator match. I fucking hate those eliminator matches for some like even if I don't care if it's a championship number one contenders match or a champions challenge or whatever they called it in WWE or championship elimination. I just hate those. Uh Storm evades the Queen Slayer and hits the sweet chin music and eventually locks in the Texas Clover Leaf to make Anna tap out. <laughs> Basically. I said sweet chin music, the sweet cheeks music. Because she the, the running hip attack. Uh after the match, Jamie Hader confronted tony storm and i just see uh jamie losing on saturday we'll talk about it during our preview predictions and then obviously the show closed with a promo if you will it was a promo battle between uh john moxley and mjf well obviously before they could actually cut a promo uh they were attacked by the firm which was stokely hathaway's group and obviously they was dispatched easily. So I don't know what they're doing with MJF. Like, are they going to commit with this babyface turn, or are they going to just do a double swerve at the pay per view and have him turn heel? I don't know. But it was a solid promo back and forth. Uh, the show closes, like I said, with a with a preview. Um, MJF saved Mox from the firm, and then explained why becoming AEW World Champion will mean everything to him. John Moxley promised that come this Saturday, the training wheels are off, and that's how they ended the show. That's how they ended the pay-per-view. And I'm able to go home addition to the pay-per-view. It didn't really sell me on my own spending $50. But I'll probably, yeah. if I got it, I'll probably, like, it, I mean, if I got the time, I'll probably spend it. Like, I don't know, man, but I don't know. They they still got time to try to sell me. I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably check out Rampage and see what they do. But until then, I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's talk. Let's do the speed round preview and predictions for AEW Full Gear 2022. I'm gonna pull up the match card, and we're gonna do our our shenanigans. More than likely, if you guys are following us on social media, I usually, if Twitter is still alive by the time Saturday happens, then I I will more than likely post our who wins because last the last challenge Swallow won. See if we can do it. If she could do it back to back. So 
full gear for 2022. Uh, let's start with this first match. We have Sting and Darby Allen versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal in a tag team match. Who you got? I'm gonna go with uh Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Huh, okay, cool. Let me pull my mic this way while I'm typing this. So you going with Lethal and Jarrett. Let me make sure I got this properly. Lethal. Jarrett. And I'm probably gonna go with hmm, go with Sting and Darby. Do that. Sting. Okay. Uh, next up, we have the trios match for the AEW World Trios Championship. The Elite versus Death Triangle for the titles. Who do you think? I'm going to go, with, the go with Death Triangle. Okay. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. And then next up, we have a steel cage match. For the uh, it's between these two, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, because they're starting calling him Jack Perry now, versus his former friend Luchasaurus. Mm. I wouldn't be against the Luchasaurus. I'm le- okay, so we're both mm. going with yeah, uh, Luchasaurus. Uh, this match was just made official on AEW Dynamite. It'll be a triple threat match for the TNT Championship. Wardlow versus Samoa Joe versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Meat. Slapping meat. Wow. Mm, I'm going to go with Wardlow retaining. I'm going to go with... I want Powerhouse Hobbs to win, I'm but I'm going to go with Wardlow. Okay. You're going with two belts, Joe. Yeah, and we have the return of Soraya, her first time, her first match in five years, versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. I'm gonna go with Britt. I got Britt. I got Britt. <laughs> I'm about to go with Brett on this one because uh, that, that promo <laughs> she cut on that promo she cut on um that promo she cut on Wednesday. Kind of made me like, oh, I don't think she's gonna lose. So we'll see on that. And then next women's match is for the AEW interim women's world championship. Tony Storm defending against Jamie Hayter. What some people are calling the battle of the cheeks. Some people are calling the battle of the cake apocalypse. So much going on on oh, horny people on horny Twitter. But uh, I'm going to go with I, I want Jamie Hader to win so bad, but I'm gonna have to go with Tony. Cause I don't see them having her Did drop Tony? the title until yeah, I don't see them having her drop the title until Thunder Rosa returns. I'm gonna go so with Tony. To... Okay, so both going with Tony Storm. Cool, cool, cool. Next up, the final women's match of the night. We got three. That's a shocker is jade cargill versus nyla rose for the tbs women's championship jade has been undefeated so far I, as much as i i love nyla i wanted to win a big one i kind of see them keeping the title on jade that's that that's that's what i see i, I gotta go with jade who you got 
You guys mind a little technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it, it, that's what happens with, with the internet and stuff. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Jade Cargill. More than likely, Swallow will go with Jade. If she doesn't, I mean, it is what it is. Next up, we have a match that I kind of don't really care too much about. Uh, it is ROH World Champion Chris Jericho versus... Brian Danson versus Claudio Castagnoli versus who keep inviting blood to the party? Sammy Guevara for the Ring of Honor World's Heavyweight Championship. Fatal four-way match that mm, I kind of don't care about with uh with with, the, with with what's going on with this. I I I I truly truly don't care about this match at all, but we we uh, swallow this back. Well, but we are not uh I guess we gotta pick pick this one. Quick, real quick, Swallow, who you pick for that uh, TBS Women's Championship match? Uh, Jay Cargill. All right, bet. So, I, I, so I was right. All right, but yeah, this fatal four way match. Um, do you care about this? <laughs> Not really, but I will. I want Claudio Casti uh, Casanoli. All right, so you going with Claudio? I go with Brian Dance, and I already know it's not going to happen. But yeah, we're, 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 we're going to go with Claudio. You're going to go with Brian Dance, because Brian, for some reason, just does not want to win. So we're just going to go with that. Uh, da, da, da. Next up, we have the AEW World Tag Team Championship match. We have Swerve in Our Glory versus or challenging the acclaimed for the tag team titles. I kind of see the acclaimed retaining the titles here. Cause they're they're too over. They're like, they yeah, that's true. I won't be against if Swerving Our Glory get it back, but like, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go with the acclaim for this one too. Okay, okay, okay. And then we got the main event for the AEW World's Heavyweight Championship: John Moxley versus MJF. Like, let's be real. This wasn't the the opponent that MJF was destined to to face. He was probably going to face CM Punk. That was going to be the finale. The person who he he lost to in a dog collar match, but then AEW All Out happened. The the medium scrum from hell or the press conference, as some people call it, that happened. But this is the this is what you got to do. This is what you got to deal with. You got to move on. But I I. As much as I love John Monster, I feel like this is MJF. Yeah, I was just gonna say I was just gonna say MJF like really quick. I was like, you know what? I I kind of want MJF to get the it, it, it's time. It is time like, to put that title on this man. It is it, it is time. We gotta we gotta I'm we gotta ready. do it. We gotta do it. So MJF, we're both going with MJF. We're gonna see it. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to witness it. Hopefully, this show this this shit don't last until midnight, but I'm telling you. But it, it is what it is. But yeah, we're both going with MJF when it comes to our preview and predictions. And that is uh, AEW Full Gear. It goes down this Saturday. Next week is Survivor Series, literally. So, oh yeah, of, dang. As of now, as of now, as of now I don't. As of now, I don't have to work. So if we both are off on Saturday, we'll probably we might review it. But I know we will be next week's. Uh, episode of the Gresham Leaks podcast will be a retro review, a Thanksgiving edition because it is going to fall on Thanksgiving. It will be a tape delay because we were both going to be with our family, but we're going to get the Gresham Leaks podcast is still happening, but it's just going to be on a tape delay. Hopefully you guys enjoy it, and hopefully you guys enjoy today's episode of the Gresham Leaks podcast, but before we move, before we end today's podcast, 
you know exactly, exactly what we got to do. All right, now this time of the of the podcast where we chop it up with the bandit, where we give the floor to the queen of rebels herself, Swallow the Bandit, where she gives us the top trending topics of this going down in today's society and all the mumble jumble. Take it away, Queen Rebel. Okay, so um, first off, uh, the situation that happened in the news. Um, gosh, I forgot that girl's name already. Um, she pretty much, uh, passed away, um, due to, um, I think like she went on a trip or something like a friend's trip or something like that. And they are saying that she ended up being murdered instead of, yeah, instead of, um, you know, saying that it was alcohol poisoning. So, um, honestly, to be real, it's like, yeah, I do want people, you know, let them do their job. You know, what's done in the dark, it'll come to the light. However, you got to be careful who you call your friends. I don't, I can't, whew, I can't stress that enough. But, I mean, yeah, you, you got to be careful about that. Um, sources say that uh, the girl said she clearly did not want to, like, fight at all. So, it, it's just... It's sad, man. Like, I really do um, hope justice do be served. I really hope, really, in my opinion, I hope all of them get caught because they all played a part in it. Um, Also, um, I do um, uh, pray for peace and comfort to her family and her mom and, you know, her actual real close friends that really did, you know, really do care about her and that like, she's important, like to them as much as like that, that shocks me. Like, how can you, how, how do I say this? How do you be around a group of people or just somebody or a group of people who literally is like setting you up? Yeah. Like that's, 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 that's crazy to me um but i you know i really really hope they get to the bottom of it and honestly i they they all should got arrested in mexico like straight Mm -hmm. up for real they all should got should got dealt with in mexico um also um please you guys like you know make sure you stay safe out here i I, please because it's just way too much going on um, please make sure your kids are safe. Make sure you check on your loved ones. Make sure you check on your mental health. Make sure you eat healthy. Make sure you drink water. Make sure you clean yourself. There is no excuse why you can't put no soap on your body when you got hot water in your house. Ain't no excuse. Now whatsoever. Um, also, um, what is going on? Um, so I know my sister's birthday is on Saturday. My mom's birthday is tomorrow. So I'm gonna give her an early happy birthday. I love you very, very much. Um, also, I don't know. Happy what she birthday, gonna do. mama. I don't know what she's gonna do, but I we'll figure out something. Cause <laughs> she's like, I just wanna chill out. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna chill out, all right. Like, we're gonna find something to we gonna find something. <laughs> me and my mom, me and my mom's gonna be. I'm, me, I'm taking my mom to a comedy um, concert on her birthday. Falls on the okay, second. Okay, okay, okay. My my uncle can't make it out, so we're gonna celebrate her birthday on her actual birthday, which is a Saturday that day. And then I'm gonna be hitting up, hitting up another party. But yeah, it's December second, December third. That's gonna be a busy, busy, busy weekend for me. So 
hopefully no pay-per-views oh. and nothing goes on that, that and weekend. also shout outs to uh one of the great icons of comedy mike epps his birthday is tomorrow as well so yes like i had to throw that out there um <laughs> also um please make sure that uh if you're working out don't overdo it you don't need to be hurting yourself i don't want y'all walking around here tearing up your pectoral muscles walking around looking like cody Rhodes the first week mm-hmm. I don't need y'all to do that. Like, please be careful. (laughs) Please be careful. And please be bundled up. It's cold out here. Oh, hell yeah. Like, I stepped outside with some sandals. I said, oh, fuck no. I went right back inside. I got some socks. I got, I'll be walking out with two socks and two, <laughs> two thick pair of socks and I have on a hoodie and then I have on a big coat with fur on the inside. So I'm, oh I'm double bonded up and I got a beanie. So, yep. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to start doubling up on my socks too because I'm just like, man, and now it's like I, I have my footies on and then I've been putting on my long socks on on top of it because I mean, I'm I like, need to man. double. I need to double up on 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 my undergarments too, because I got some things that be freezing when I walk out. <laughs> don't let don't let a don't let a, 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 a gush of wind just blow towards me, and I'm like, oh, it didn't punch me. Man. <laughs> yeah, just stay, just stay, just stay, just stay warm. Like it's the it's hot chocolate season. Like I'm gonna be be drinking some hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Yeah. Hot chocolate. Next week is Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. So you already know what it if is. Y'all, if y'all cooking for Thanksgiving, please uh, make sure you know how to cook your stuff right. Please Don't be do. sitting here saying you know how to cook and uh, you get your stuff store bought. No, don't even get started. Don't, don't, don't even do that. I'm going to need you to make your stuff from scratch. Don't play. And if My you God. are in the kitchen with your aunts and your uncles, and you in there cooking, and you ain't doing nothing but just sitting around, just get out. Because <laughs> at this point, you're wasting time. And stuff could have been done. But on account of you, that you just want to sit there and soak up air and not do nothing. Yeah, <laughs> we having issues. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the holidays are coming up. So, you know, you got to do, do your thing. Also, if you haven't already, make sure you guys step up. I don't know if you guys are into um, um, dancing. Check out Step Up, the series. That's back on Stars. It started on YouTube Premium. It's starring Neo. And uh, now it's starring Christina Milian because it, she took over the role from uh, Naya Rivera after she mm-hmm. passed because she was in the role for the first two seasons. So it's like, it's a whole, it's a, it's, if you're into dancing and drama and all that stuff, this is it for you. Like, I, 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 I gave it a try when it first came on YouTube because I was a fan of the Step Up um, movie. Uh, the movie, the first one, the first two, if you will. But it's like after a while, I kind of blacked out on watching it. I guess because I grew into other stuff. But, yeah, if it, it's something you're into, like if you're into dancing and drama, that's something you can check out because I actually got caught up. Flesh today. and Bone is good, too. Never heard of it. Yeah, it's on stars as okay. well. It's like it's so many TV shows I need to watch, but I never get around to watching it. Or if I do watch it, I don't finish it because I'll be working. So uh but yeah, the year is winding down, ladies and gentlemen. This is literally we're literally one month away. We got a few more episodes left for this for the aggression least podcast. I guess from my account, one, two, three, four. We got four more episodes of the aggression least podcast for the year. Hopefully, you guys stick stick to it and hopefully you guys enjoyed it. We might have a best of 
uh, poll if you guys want to vote on which moment you rem- you remember from this past year for the Gresham Leaks podcast. That is coming soon. And I guess that with that being said, we might as well just go ahead and wrap it up right here because uh, this has been the Gresham Leaks podcast. We've celebrated 10 years of the shield. Sasha Banks with more mon- money pres- solutions or whatever she's doing with her, her, her <laughs> situation. Twitter verifications and Twitter about the break and all the good stuff. So much, but what isn't, and we also obviously talked about full gear and this week in wrestling, but what isn't going to break is what we have here for the Gresham Leeds podcast because Swallow has been, been, been around since the ending of the first incarnation all the way into the, the current incarnation, and that doesn't change anytime soon. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, like, like she said, make sure you stay safe out here. Be careful with who you trust. Be careful. Hopefully you guys got something out of today's podcast and today's episode. And if you are checking us out, make sure you follow us on, on social media at Josh Gresham ORG, at Swallow the Bandit 3. At, uh, if you don't want to remember all that stuff, you got the link solo.to slash Gresham, solo.to slash Swallow. Or make sure you leave us a rating over at www.greshunleashed.com where you can find all your audio goodies and your audio porn, if you will. Because we are having fun over here at the Gresham Leaks Podcast. And with that being said, you guys stay safe out here. The next episode, like I said, will be a retro review because of Thanksgiving. And then we'll be right back here with uh, This Week in Wrestling. Because typically those Thanksgiving week episodes are pretty much hit or miss anyway. But uh, yeah. We'll, we'll, and we'll, and if we record at, like during the go home of Raw, we'll probably talk about Raw briefly. But yeah, we'll be right back here next week for you guys with the Gresham Leaks podcast. Happy holidays, happy Thanksgiving and all the good yeah. stuff. Make sure you guys get full and stuffy and all that all that jazz. But with that being said, remember you are loved, appreciated, and respected by us, especially by your unleashed family. And with that being said, you guys stay safe out here in these streets. And remember to always eat, sleep, flex, and repeat. We out. Be breezy. Bye y'all. <laughs>